Happy New Year! And welcome back to Fate's End, a Dungeons and Dragons homebrew game driven by fate. I will be the tail weaver for you all this evening. Hope you had a great weekend. Uh, let's get into our announcements. So let's go ahead and shout out Tabletop Audio at tabletopaudio.com for the ambiance and music that we use from time to time. All this audio is amazing and completely free to use in your own games, but please consider supporting Tim on Patreon so he can continue to make amazing sound sets. We currently support him and encourage you to do so as well. And we'll put a link to his website in chat. We also want to shout out Joint Chiropractic. With all the stress of fighting monsters, even adventurers need adjustments to keep that magic flowing. Visit one of the Joint Chiropractic... Se- I don't know what I'm doing with my hands here. <laughs> Visit one of the uh, 700 nationwide clinics where they aim to provide affordable and convenient chiropractic care to all communities, answer the call to adventure, and get your first examination, consultation, and adjustment for only $29. We also want to shout out Nine Realms Gaming. They create top-notch gaming accessories from the finest woods this realm has to offer. You can visit NineRealmsGaming.com and use our exclusive partner code LIAR10 to get 10% off. And, of course, we want to shout out Mithril Armory. They create t- uh, unique tabletop RPG items for everyone to enjoy in their adventures. You can grab their 10 to 20. My cast is going to show that off. Uh, and D&D graphic tees on their website now at MithrilArmory.com. Oh, Finn's holding it. Finn's got it. <laughs> Uh, shout out to Sirenscape for the ambient sounds and music that we also use, uh, and we use their online player on stream. Uh, once again, our Kickstarter, Stargazer's Guide Roria, is coming to Drive Through RPG, so be ready for that. Be ready for that. Other than that, we want to thank you beautiful, amazing people for all the subs we've been getting in chat before the, before the stream has even started. Thank you so much. Uh, shout out to Certifiable Nerd. Oh, your crappy day is about to get better. We're going to make sure it gets better with some drama, some fate, some end. <laughs> and of course us. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with that. But yes, prepare yourself, Certifiable Nerd. Uh, other than that, looking at my announcements here, uh, I think that's, I think, uh, Prearia is going to be recapping us. So with that being said, time has come. Let's draw our cards for tonight's episode of Fate's End. <clears throat> Mission report. We were able to take the Shade Witches home successfully. We made two forces, one to go inside and get any innocent creatures to safety before the second would attack from the outside. I knew there would be those the witch had imprisoned there, but to see them, to speak to them... He looks... I can uh, barely tell. You seem very brave in the face of danger. Ah, uh, <laughs> um, that's very kind of you, but, uh, no. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm not, I'm not brave at all. But, uh, especially when it comes to, you know, being impaled on thorns and being carried up to a pit of piranhas, and while I used to be able to fly away, I certainly can't anymore. Um, you can handle introductions. She'll just, like, take the flower and start, um, attempting to heal the little, little pixie. And with that, you kind of watch as the pollen just begins to flutter outwards, sticking to bits and pieces of the bone, and it just begins to shimmer and glow and like the embers 
on the tips of a candle wick. It begins to grow and form, and he's just like, he is freaking out, like eyes wide, kind of like, he's not screaming, he's just like breathing really quickly. And he, he just begins to kind of squirm a little bit and the wings begin to form. Puts his head to the floor with his hands and just cries into the floorboards before you. Weeping and just, thank you, thank, thank you, thank you, thank you. With their help, we were able to gather everyone together quickly and safely dispatch of the witch's guards. Mostly by luring them into an acid hole and then overwhelming them with might. Our new knights, Miriel the Brave, can tell you more. I imagine you'll meet her soon. Before you get out, you guys look up and you just see Muriel's head just kind of poking over the side like, Oh! Hi! I didn't hear any screams anymore and I, I thought you guys won. It looks like you did. Hi! 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 We were I still bonding. have my acid! I don't. Oh, I didn't look, don't hold it over here! Don't hold it over oh, the, the oh. hole! <laughs> <laughs> Once we had everyone, we made our way to the library. The witch had placed a spell on them that would need to be broken before they could flee. Of course, they had questions. Luckily, Akron had answers. He's very good at that. The people will adore him. He's just Dad. like, Shazu? Yeah. And he just kind of looks up at you and he's like, You were talking about, really talking this queen up. You seem to like her a lot. I mean, she's saving her. What makes you follow what makes you follow, follow her? Oh, well, that's just the thing. I wasn't talking her up at all. She's really the genuine article, my friend. Um, why do I follow her? Well, besides the fact that she's the rightful queen, um, when I met her, you know, she insisted on just being Prearia. And if you ask me, people who don't covet power and seek it like that. I think those are the people whose hands are the safest with power. Wow. Walks over to you and he just kind of like holds out his hand to, for yours. Uh, yes. And she'll lean down and give, give him her hand. And he just kind of claps his hand on top of yours and just kind of kneels and kind of touches his forehead to to your hand and he goes it is an honor to serve you you have good friends thank you for for everything meanwhile our outside forces led by war leader Samson Martis were securing our way out efficient and effective as always in a hundred foot radius and all of the natural plants in that area are gonna get four times their size and make this huge thicket of like grass and vines and all kinds of stuff. It's it's um the way the spell reads, it's like it's double severe terrain where it, it grows up every, it, it takes four feet of movement to go one foot. And I'm gonna cast both those spells and combine them together, point the fire elemental through it and hopefully it encases all the guards who are running and starting to move that way. So they're caught up in this thicket. And the fire elemental, I would I would like to command it to just ride through the thicket, make a circle, light the whole thing on fire. So the plants themselves burn and everything inside of it. Inside, we managed to escape through underground tunnels with only slight mishaps. 
and you are you're moving your way out. You don't run into any issues. Uh, <laughs> uh, Muriel had planned this for many, 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 many years, and uh, she leads you out. There are some step stones um, that lead up to kind of like a hidden kind of like wine cellar door that's locked from the outside. And she goes, ah, now I get to use the wand. Okay, okay, hmm, hmm, all right. Whoa, she's gonna, she's gonna use it. <laughs> Heavy like rain. Weird. Yes, this is weird. <laughs> I cannot wait. Uh, <laughs> Heavy rain um, begins to fall around uh, where sh- the, the door. <laughs> After everyone was out, Luden led efforts to recover anything of use inside the home. He can tell you what we found. Mirror, I, I found the description from, from Hush. Um, it's medium-sized, oval-shaped, about two feet tall, and about maybe one feet, maybe one and a half foot wide. The glass itself is dark as the void seemingly absorbing any light near it. The metal frame is a twisting black metal, and the design is unsettling, as if any moment the metal might begin to move and claw itself out at anyone who dare gaze upon it. At the crest of the mirror, the strips of black filigree form a very familiar symbol, a large tarantula hawk wasp. And beneath the mirror, on a shelf, um, you see a very long red candle with runes carved into it. So that's what I saw um, on this mirror, <laughs> right? So The tree the home was made of could not be saved. The damage was too great, and the decision was made to... A plant called Flora uh, Fiare. I don't know if you're familiar in common tongue. It is um, a fire flower. It is a, a starts with a seed under the ground that does not uh, crack open until the temperature of the soil reaches these great extremes under wildfire or less than wildfire. It is what they call a pioneer plant. It is the thing that grows back once destruction comes. After the fire, a fire flower will come and around it with the minerals that it gives to the soil. And then will come the, the berries and the grasses and the shrubs and the trees again will grow where fire was. And I told Uramir then, all of you remind me very much of that flower. uh, I know that under not just the queen, but her knights and her advisors and her people, this place will Grow again. Alright, I'll just like take um Esperisa's hand and give her a little squeeze. Those were beautiful words, Risa. Thank you.
We burned it down. The fire starts out slow. Small little embers that lick the bottom of this massive, just gargantuan tree. But the flames were not the only thing that grew. A subtle crackle. Because we are not something like her that will leave only ruin in its way. You smell the rot and the moss beginning to burn away. Begins to move up the massive roots. Until it is a blaze. A column of smoke encompassing the entirety of the tree. The heat piercing your faces and you feel the warmth. This place so cold. Now ablaze with such warmth. The warmth of your friends' words. Friendships that have been made that took some time. Took some growth. Some growing amongst yourselves as your stories have progressed. This symbol. This symbol, Prayaria. That this was once your home. And everything that is your family. And everything that is your heritage. That was stripped from you. You've now taken steps to take from Elrixis. And so... Her home burns this day. Until nothing but ashes remain. I think once the fire dies down, I will take, um, will take the flower and she will whisper to it what she wishes. And as she presses the flower in her hands to the ground, a small field of flowers blooms. They're small and they're blue and they glow in the night. The flowers of home flowers that were hanging on by a thread on the rooftops in the ruins of Rithanawe. By chance, you saw that life hanging from the ceiling. As if fate had brought you there just the right time, when only days, perhaps, this flower, this very unique plant had left to live as if it was holding on, because it knew you were coming. So you saved it. You brought it into the Vardo. You nurtured it back to health. You brought it home. And it begins to 
flourish and grow at your touch, climbing up the sides of the nearby trees, that the ash, the black, wrapping itself around, up the trees, up into the canopies of the dark, black, skeletal remains of the nearby branches and canopies. And as they bloom, blossoms of pollen just begin to trickle down. Some of the blossoms begin to fall down like rose petals and cherry blossoms. And you watch as this glitter of light begins to just fall like rain, filling this entire space with this beautiful blue light. And it just cascades down as it hits the ground and more just begin to bloom in its place. We will make something beautiful out of what was done here. You brought it home. This fire was the first of men. I think for a moment she'll just sit there in the middle of this field with her friends. And just let them all feel good about what we're doing for a minute. Yep, And we are back. One day we're going to learn that Lauren just delays five seconds every time. No, I don't. They hear Happy New Year every single time we come in, guys. It's our one joke. Happy New Year. Just because of Dylan. Is that a Dylan thing? Yeah, he he wouldn't count us down. (laughs) And then when he started counting us down. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. You're right. <laughs> He's a great dude. Shout out to Dylan. Shout out to Dylan and Chet. Shout out to Dylan. So, jumping back in, you all begin the very long trek, returning back to Samson's estate. Now, uh, if I remember correctly, this walk initially to uh, Elrix's estate was actually roughly like five hours. It was a fly, but yes, because I couldn't take a long rest. That was sad about it. So you'll arrive back at Samson's estate about 11 p.m. Isn't it always sunny in the Feywilds anyways? It is. It is, but it's like Alaska. Like, it gets it gets darker, but it's, but it's not, like, completely night. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. At least in this, like at least in this court. It's in like this Seattle. Court. Where the sun doesn't go down. Yeah. (laughs) You all return very weary from setting this building, uh, setting Elric's estate on fire, chatting uh, chatting with Muriel, who just refuses to be quiet and just constantly chatting with everyone and anyone, like, asking if they need anything, as she is, of course, the new knight, and it is her responsibility to be ever vigilant. 11 o'clock rolls around and you all are exhausted, but you finally make it back to Samson's estate. As, uh, as well as all the people that you rescued from the estate. During this walk, Mm -hmm. would it have been possible for us to kind of plan what we were doing next? 
Sure, or, you can you can you can have a conversation on your way back. Yeah, so Luna straight would have been like, "Yo, what now? Are we are we going to Elric's or are we what what's Queen? What what are we doing?" As much as I don't want to, we should probably address Heliantos. Hmm. Okay. And if we do that, it'll give everyone time to spread the word of what we did. That's true. We we don't have any chance of it. We could go to the barracks right away, but we don't need that. We could, but it would mean losing more lives than necessary. Care for whatever Elrixis is going to do when she finds out what we did to her house. She'll probably cry. Maybe. <laughs> you think she can? Hmm. Can't poop, but maybe they can cry. <laughs> Acklin and Sanjan, you got much closer than the rest of us. Does it seem that she has any moisture at all in her face? Or is it just... I remember there being a lot of moisture in the room. <laughs> yeah, well, I kind of, yeah, I kind of agree. It looked like Oliver was moist all the time. Yeah, she was, oh, she was no. kind of, she was kind of crying from everywhere. Yeah. Oh, she's so yeah, sweaty. Yeah, Dang, nah. like that. Like clammy, you know. Yeah, it's a very, very humid girl. Okay. <laughs> Gross. But, Maria, don't listen else. to anything that you just heard. <laughs> <laughs> What? The whole thing. Nothing. Nothing there. Yeah, perfect. Stay busy. Somebody's sweaty? <gasps> My wand might be able to help make them dry. No. Mm. No. Girl, only point that wand at your enemies, okay? Don't point it at any friends. I'm your friend, Mary. We're all your friend. Hey, rule number no. one of being the night. No distractions, okay? What are you supposed mm. to be doing right now? I'm supposed to be watching all of the people that we rescued and making sure that they don't need anything because if they need anything, I should assist. All right, so make sure they don't need anything, okay? Okay, I will do so. <laughs> she just, like, scampers off. She points her wand to yeah. somebody and she's <laughs> saluting she, with she it. Salutes her, she salutes her wand, like, holding her wand, and it's, like, directly pointed at, like, the line. <laughs> work on it. Yeah, we'll just... We'll work on it. <laughs> but the queen, the queen is right. It will be extreme. If we go straight to the barracks now, it will be extremely dangerous. So we should find out what's going on with Helianthus first and... Maybe see if we can get his people back or pay him off somehow or do, I don't know. Maybe we can at least confirm that he hasn't gone over to her side. Right, so it's more like a, a fact-finding. We're going to, to see what his deal is. And then what are we trying to convince him? Do we have... Oh, I guess we kind of have to, right? Um, Would it be advantageous? Do I, should I, should we, and he points to Akron, doesn't really like us. More so me, but like us as a rule. To be fair, I'm not sure if he knows that I'm completely a human. <laughs> Homie looked at you kind of... Straight up, like you were a human in that room. He kind of looks at everyone like that, though. So. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's just kind of his kind deal. Of this thing, yeah. 
Okay. I mean, well, we can me, I mean, more so than um, listen. If he's if he's gonna listen to anyone, it's gonna be Prearia. Like to the rest of us, we might as well be one of those lash tongues. Yeah. Like, but are you sure. gonna tell him you're his daughter? I don't know how advantageous it, it depends. So if we can very neatly line out our goals here, do we want his army or do we want him? Oh, the army. He can die for all I care. I don't think we can trust Heliantus if he's at the head of his army. I would rather, if he's still in charge of his army, I'd rather him not be there. How do, um... You can trust Heliantus to do what's best for Heliantus. <laughs> but how do you feel about it, Reese? I mean, he is kind of your father. You watch Esperice look at you and then complete. She's going to take that thought and she's going to put that over there because she can't think about that right now. Um, we might have ways if we are if, if the goal is to 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 convince the army to go with us, if, if we can appeal to them. Right. Because currently what what Heliantus is doing is that he's putting his entire military at great risk by putting his ego above this military campaign. Right? We've seen what Elrixis wants to do. So if we can get an opportunity to, to, to speak to his ranks, I mean, I believe that the facts are on our side, yeah? Oh, maybe the queen, Prayaria, could send like some kind of um, like no- notification that she's coming and for him to get prepared. Yeah, I'll text him. Uh, maybe we just show up. I was. I'm with Luden. We should just show up. I, really? I. I don't want to. You know. Regardless, if he's doing what's best for him, you know, we show up and Elrixis shows up. What? We're not there with the whole army because you know, he's Elianthus does what's best for Elianthus, and he's been living, you know, kind of happy as of yeah. right now, apparently. I, I I do think it would be wise just just take the thin route here and just do it and don't ask and then ask for forgiveness later. Like you are, just go. Wait wait wait! You are willingly endorsing a fin plan. I I think so. Yes. Like just go, don't ask, and hope that he's obligated by hospitality to accept us. We do. Well, now we have to. Ari and I arrive on his doorstep and we say, we're here for a conciliatory dinner. We're so sorry for how things went down. We've had great successes. We want your advice. We admire you so much. And then as we're buttering him up, we just keep inviting people into his house until there's way more people in his house than he was anticipating. In a, in a way, it's your house. So maybe you could just invite him. <laughs> I... Uh, <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, yeah. I will say I am down for whatever you, you guys have for us to do. Um, I just feel like it would be best if I am not either seen in this form or, you know, I'm fine with just not being seen. I'm pretty good at that. And I can, whatever happens, respond accordingly. Maybe, that sense. maybe you and I could appeal to the army itself 
we're humans again, man. This is some weird shiznit, but I mean, we can we can go for it. I mean, you know how to talk, and I know how to keep us quiet. I mean, yeah, we're humans, but you know, not all face share Heliantis's views. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go over to Luden, and okay, like I'm gonna go over to Luden, and I'm gonna kind of like like grab him by the shoulders, and like pat him down a little bit, like go down, like sh- grab him by the waist real quick. Be like, we could probably dress you up in some of Thalon's clothes. I think you'll fit. Like maybe that would help you look a little bit less human. Uh, sure. Yeah. All right. I will be. I will yes. be that. And then this also, is a fade. Does he have? Does as, he have any as, sort of special eyes or anything like as, his daughter? Go ahead. Sorry. I don't think he does. Not that I know of. I've never known him to. Does okay. he have what? Special eyes. Most of us basic don't. None. Like if, he's if got, ba- he's got basic eyes. These aren't genetic. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, yeah. Well, Akron would know that anyway, so. Oh, okay. As uh, as Samson mentions, get it, like, Balan's clothes, you hear in the back of your head, can we match? I think we should match. Can I help pick them out? Can I? Can I please? Yeah. 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 100%. And he does the same thing with the fist bump. <laughs> All right, we're in. <laughs> we're going to wear Fallon's clothes. We? We're all wearing Fallon's clothes? No. You, you're fine, right? He didn't look at you weird. I could change my clothes to look like Fallon's clothes if that helps. Are we all going as Fallon? Like we did <laughs> when we all went as me into that, that place. Sam's like, please don't. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's that's fine. Um, do you have any like smaller? And he'll look like I'll handle it. Now we're good. Thank you. Yeah. Akron, Akron will lean over to Samson and be like, "Are we just gonna keep ignoring that or?" Ignoring what, Akron? I had a friend who was kind of like that, and I think we should. This is a sidebar, okay? Yeah, yeah, we're over here. Perception, <laughs> y'all. <laughs> and and, yes, and it is completely focused on your daughter right now. So we're gonna I, have this I got two ears. ears. And, and we are whispering, okay? Food, <laughs> yeah. it's getting a no, makeover. It's so fun. Fun. It's happening audibly. Like the characters are actually saying, we're having a sidebar. You can't hear us. <laughs> <laughs> Can you All wear right. a big hat? Thousands don't wear big hats. I don't think. I don't think that. Beanie that covers your rounder. I got. I got the. I got the hood. Okay. Still, like I'm. I'm gonna wear all that plus the elven cloak, or we're gonna wear all that plus the elven cloak. And I'll make uh, you smell like something good too. No, we. Guys, we don't. We don't need Mm -hmm. to worry about all of those things. Okay. We. We. We got this. We're a team. We got this. I will disappear. We? we, as in like the all of us. We got it. The the six the six of us, right? The seven of us. The set. Eight of us. I mean, there's a whole army. Is with us always. Why don't we keep on walking ahead? Yeah. <laughs> Did we get a new person? <laughs> Look, I'm. I don't know about you guys, but I'm there. It's hot. Okay. I'm, I'm uh, getting well, getting ready. I for think some we rest. should all sleep. Yeah, I do think that we should we should probably go to bed if it, it is getting late. 
You want to ask uh, uh, all six of us? Everybody. <laughs> well, we're almost home. Akrin, are you an early riser? An early riser? Um, I can be. I usually yeah, you can be. Four thirty or so. Would I be able to come chat? Four thirty. Um, yeah. If you knock, I'll answer. That's that's less than a long rest. Okay. Well, I, whatever eight hours on the dot is for the smallest. Yeah. You don't have to sleep the whole time during the seven thirty. You just have to be quiet. <laughs> you set quiet my alarm time. real quick. Exactly eight hours from now. You know? Is that the requirement of a long rest? You just have to be quiet. <laughs> yeah, like, you, you can you can sleep. You can like read a book. You can journal. You can lie there and light talk. activity. You cannot relax <laughs> loudly. <laughs> mm-hmm. More like a long relax. I just mean, a, just a long chill. Yeah, you could probably sit in a tavern and drink as part of your long rest, but. Chill. <laughs> you do yeah. not gain the benefits of a long chill when you take one level of exhaustion. <laughs> you were too loud. All right. Uh, Luden will adieu to everyone. I'll meet you in the morning to play dress up. And mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to. I could show you now. Is that okay? Oh, yeah. I will meet you now to play dress up. Let's go. I'm just, I'm just going to, I'm going to lead Luden to a, a set of corridors that are absolutely locked and dusted more than anywhere else. It's one of the only places no one's been. And I'll pull out, uh, I'll, I'll pull out a key, I'll open it up and let Luden into Fallon's quarters. And I'll just say, I think the closet's on the left. Just get whatever you need, whatever looks good to you, you think. Oh, okay, sure. And... Luden will walk in and um, he will pull Cynthia off his shoulder and just walk around and wait for her to point to whatever she likes and just keep going back and forth. And whenever she finds something, like he might have a scarf or something like that, he'll add and he'll try and find something that's somewhat matching um, with whatever he has on. Obviously, it's not doll style, doll sized or anything like that. But once he has like a general color palette and stuff like that, then he will uh, take that take that garment and he'll just cut a tiny bit on both sides of the arms to make it seem like the same. And then for the rest of the night, Luden is going to be in there trying his darndest to make somewhat of clothes for her uh, that matches his own. I, I want to, I want to interject something here. Can I do that? Go for it. Okay. So while you're looking around and you're going through all of Fallon's stuff, trying to find clothes for Cynthia, um, I'm going to say that you go over to like a chest of drawers and you pull out the third one down and inside there's this like, um, large kind of box folded up on itself and you pull it out and open it up and inside it's like the pieces of a chessboard and on the inside there there are figures that are wearing like soldiers uniforms like for face soldiers on both sides that kind of match some of the clothes that are in Thalon's closet and so you oh. open it up and inside there are the pawns and kings and queens and rooks all wearing fake get up um, that you could pull off of them oh 100% he's like do you want this one it looks like this one he's going back and forth with Cynthia and they're just talking back and forth so whenever she decides and what she wants, that's what we're wearing. 
Uh oh, you're you're muted. Or at some you. point, you would see like Cynthia's arm just kind of like jut ju- up, and like uh-huh. her roll one of her rollback eyes closes, and the other one stays open, and she po- she does point. <laughs> oh, perfect! He he takes it. Genius! Like this is this is cool. Yes, yeah. He'll take that. He'll take both of them, and then he'll look in there. Do those soldiers have eyes? Those little dolls or whatever. They're like they're wooden. So like they have they have eyes but they're wooden made into it. He'll take the clothes and go back into his room. Um, but before he goes back to his room, he will try and go find Prayaria and be like, "Hey, in the morning we need to meet up and figure out this." And he'll gesture to the bag of holding these magical items and stuff. We need to know what they do because uh, they might help us. Uh, I'll see you in the morning though, and then he'll run back to his room and. He'll begin the process of dressing Cynthia and dressing himself, and they'll compare in the room. He'll do, like, a little fashion show. Um, he'll let her do it one and, like, walk out and strut. He'll do the same thing. He'll be like, and that's, that's looting for the rest of the night, y'all. He's, he's just talking with his doll. He's good. I'm glad he's happy. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> Yeah, fully. Luden showed up outside of your bedroom door with an arm full of doll parts and doll clothes and went, you gotta check the magical items and then sprinted down the hallway. <laughs> I was just like shoving her younger siblings behind her like, don't don't look at him. Don't look him in the eyes. <laughs> um, at some point, while, while that's taking place with, uh, with Luden and Samson, um, uh, while the rest of you guys are kind of getting situated, um, getting everyone kind of, you know, roomed up and... Uh, As re- Therese and Finn are back out on the lawn so that Finn doesn't barf. Yep. As, or Finn is just on his back like, oh, why couldn't Samson be like a member of the spring court? Is there a spring court? It's so hot. Why is it so hot? Is spring court? I might be cooler. Yeah, it is. Spring weather is like perfect. I feel like everywhere we've been, it's either been too hot or too cold. Ugh. They're just sitting out in their little tent on the lawn. Esprit is just like combing his hair back while he lies back and complains. <laughs> <laughs> and unless you guys want to do anything else, you may take your long rest. Samson, roll a d6. I don't want to. Is that okay? No. A two. You gain the benefits of a long rest. Yeah. Shout out to me and this horrible curse I can't shake. You all awake bright and early. Reese wants to talk to Akron, but if there's other people who want to chat... I feel like y'all's conversation would be the earliest, considering it's on the dot. You know? I have two conversations I want to do. So maybe can I talk to Prey first and then do that and then come back? It's like, bam, bam, bam. Absolutely. Esprit wakes up early and is putting her makeup on and she kind of dips over the door and she seems Samson looking startlingly refreshed passing down the hallway while she's putting her makeup on. Where are you off to? <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go find I'm gonna go find Prayaria, wherever she's having breakfast or whatever it is that Prayaria is doing early in the morning. 
she'll be having having breakfast with her fam. Cool, 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 cool. So I'm gonna walk in and be like, hey, uh, can I sit? Of course. Can everyone, I... Samson, Samson, everyone, this is Iluan, Dasha, Rethig, Nishiai, um, Lishaya, Aroi, Kassian, Gwen, of course, you know, and my yeah. Mehed and my Farad. Nice to meet you all. This is I'm, I'm so thankful that I, this is finally happening. Can I get a list or something? Um, <laughs> like some flashcards or? I'll write it down. Okay. It's good to see you. Uh, what, what are we having? Um, it's fine. Oh, I don't. Little little porridge bread, whatever's um easiest for them to eat after everything. Yeah. How was um. How's everybody doing? Are they enjoying the estate? Is recovering from their, you know, how's everybody feeling? Ah, well, much better. It's an adjustment, but everyone is mm. doing, they're doing well. Good, good, good. That's, that's good to hear. How are you doing? Like now that everybody's back, we've gone to house down. <laughs> I'm well, too. And how are you being home? Honestly? Of course. Not really enjoying it as much as the thought I would. If I can be honest. Some. Um, huh? This is a very big place to be all alone. Yeah. Um. Now that there's people in it everywhere, I just looking at it and I don't know, it makes me think about what it was like before and I don't know, it just doesn't mix it doesn't feel right with everyone here and it doesn't feel right back then either but both things were wrong somehow When was the last time you felt right? Do you remember when we did the mud baths back in Digbrand? <laughs> yeah. yeah I do. I that kind of felt right. I would say then. But, um, yeah, I don't know. And it's not, it's not even just this place. It's not even just home here. It's, it's the whole wild. Like it doesn't, I don't know. I don't, I, I feel awful about it somehow. Hmm. So, I don't know, maybe I've just been a bit too long. Well, let me know if your feelings change. Yeah. Doesn't seem right that we should fight so hard to come home and then... Then it doesn't feel like it. I feel like someone who's over-engorged, like I ate too much, you know? Like I got back and I was so happy to be here and so happy to look at everything that I just drank and ate it all up and now I'm sick in a different way. Like I was homesick before and now I'm just, huh. I don't know, maybe it's, maybe it's all the Helianthus stuff and hundreds of Fae being in my home and Ah, yes. 
Elrixus to Nolan. Yeah. You forget how... I'll say this. What happened with the Helianthus wouldn't have happened back in Arroyo. Like, no general, no soldier is going to give up his charge, his duty, his loyalty for pride. So maybe just... Some Sounds you, like someone has become fond of the material plane. It's not a bad place. <laughs> there are good things about it. You can... At least over there, there are some people you can believe every now and then. And over <laughs> here, you can't believe anyone ever. Which is a different kind of trust, right? You can always <laughs> trust others. You can always believe a lie is going to lie, Right? So you just don't believe anything they say. That seems terrible. I know. We'll see. Maybe it'll feel do. Go ahead. Oh, saying speaking of terrible, we have to. I don't know how to do this. Um, if I make an enemy, they stay an enemy. I um mm -hmm. Do you think Riza can be nice enough for all of us to Helianthus when we go talk? I think there is no limit to the capacity Riza has for niceness, or at least fake niceness. So yes, I think she'll be just fine. Good, good. I fear I would make things worse. I know I would, because I just... Like, I used... I'm a, I'm a soldier, or used to be. I don't. I can't. I can't be a part of what Helianthus is doing now. But, oh, um, I will. Oh, sorry. Yes. No. Go. No. Go ahead. Yes. Oh, it's just matters for later. If who was coming, we can sort it out. Um, not over breakfast. Well, hey, you want um, to talk about something. Yeah. Um, I got something for you. And he's going to kind of like look over, like look past you for a second to see, see your mother. And like, he's going to very quietly and, and quickly reach into like a, one of his cargo short pockets. I don't know. And pull out a rusted key. Um, it's, it's, the, it's a rusted key that matches the, matches the door to Samson's house. And he's going to give it to you. And um, he said, I don't, I want to give this to you so you can give it to your mom if you want. Because I don't know what's going to happen when we go to the barracks and I don't know what they're all going to want to do after all this is settled. But the estate here doesn't need to be empty. And even if I'm here, as well, I'd like to. I'd like for your family to have a place that they call their own, even if they don't want Elric's place. If they don't want to, if they don't want to go back to a home that used to be theirs, and they want something that can be all theirs on their own, I want them to at least feel like this place is. Well, I want your mother to feel like this place is hers. Because, like, the palace and everything that's going to be yours. Like, you're the queen. And I have Thank to imagine. You. Thank you. Hmm. 
I just imagine your mom's not used to having someone else's roof over her head, so she can have this one. She wants it. Cry just kind of like leans forward and like bumps her forehead to his forehead. My nuzzle. <laughs> so you do you do what you want with it, but it's it's for you for her, to you for her if um if you want. There's only two of those in the world, so don't lose it. That I can do. Okay. Wait, I will leave you to it. I'm never hungry, so <laughs> I'll be back. But Samson didn't eat on the material plane because it didn't taste as good as a Feywild. He doesn't eat here either. They never eat. They never do. Cannot eat. It's 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 a recreational activity. It's a recreational activity. He doesn't believe in recreation anymore. He doesn't Last believe in recreational pooping. Slept with someone who was him in a slightly <laughs> different face, and that's the last recreation he ever had. Okay, okay we're gonna get you that mud bath feeling back, fam. <laughs> mud bath feeling. I I want to coin bath. that. I want that mud bath feeling. <laughs> So, uh, uh, Lauren, do you have something? I was just say, I was just gonna throw it over to whoever's next. Do I hear a knock, knock, knocking at my door? Yeah, Esperise wakes up decently before dawn. She gets her long rest in where she's just kind of big spooning Finn as he continues to complain his way to sleep. Um, she gets up, she rises easier than he does, like pulls the blanket up over him a little bit tighter. It's a light blanket so he doesn't overheat tucks his hair behind his ears, puts her full face of makeup on, perfumes herself, prestidigitates herself so clean. She spends a little extra time. She has a little moment in that she goes to one of the bathrooms inside the building and spends a little bit too long adjusting herself in the mirror, getting herself totally prepared. And then she's just gonna go knock, knock, knock on, on Ashley's door. He doesn't open it immediately. Good morning. Good morning. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, He'll get up. You'll hear him footsteps around a little bit. He'll go up to the door and open it up. Hi, good morning again. Thank you. Oh, come on in. Thank you. He'll he'll look around and uh, sit on the floor. Say, the bed's really soft. He will sit on the floor also, crisscross applesauce in her little sandals and her dress. Uh, how how was your how was your sleep? Oh, it was it was good at first. I tried sleeping on the bed, but like I said, felt like I was felt like it was gonna suffocate me. So, um, slept on the floor. It was nice. Person tells me it's the finest of uh, a fey cottons. Very expensive. Very antique. Ah. Well, maybe it's just too rich for my taste. Sometimes things that are expensive are worse. Um, I had, um, I, I wanted to talk to you, and that's why I'm here. Um, yeah, you're doing a good job so far. 
I wanted to talk to you about um, my brother, Avriel. I think you and I have found ourselves in a very interesting situation. He is my brother and I, I have surprised myself, I think, by caring for him as much as I do. But you have been his friend longer than I know knew he existed. And I wanted to ask you how you are doing. How I'm how I'm doing? He's been, you know, uh, taken and uh, I'm <laughs> I'm okay. I mean, this isn't the first time that uh that Ariel's father has done something like this. It's a uh, par for the, you know, it's what he does. This? Like, you know, I don't know, magical kidnapping is just a regular occurrence for the two of you. You notice that uh, this conversation, like bringing this stuff up kind of makes Acrid uncomfortable a little bit. He like starts avoiding your gaze as if he's like looking for the right words to say around the room. Uh, and at one point he gets up and he kind of starts pacing. And he says, um, Avriel's, or your father has expectations. Um, he expects Avriel to follow in his footsteps, you know, to be a great military mind just like him. He's cold, ruthless, and efficient. And, I mean, if it hasn't already been obvious, like, he sees people the way that people see objects, like, how useful, he, he, he judges people by how useful we can be to him. But but Avril never wanted to do any of that though. He he's he's kind and and sweet and he appreciates nature and and he has wonderful taste and a good fashion sense and 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 your father he actively tried to remove those traits from Avril, like you know, physically, mentally. He would try to twist and mold him into the protege that he always wanted, you know? But your brother, you know, he's strong. It's one of his most endearing qualities. And the harder that he pushed, you know, the the more Avril rebelled. And instead of emulating, you know, he chose to be the, the salve to your father's cutting words, you know? And rumor has it that he had himself banished to the or to the orchard on purpose just to get away from him. Was he well liked as a as a child? Was he popular among the people of my father's estate domain? I don't man. Though those that would listen, um like I said, your 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 father he demands respect, and 
the the people the people who he who he controls you know his 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 army his ranks they're they are loyal i mean he said pick up and go and they left didn't they but for the people who it's more it's it, it's it, he's not he's not that i won't say he's disliked but he's not really well respected in his in in the ranks i guess but around here and you know in the aftermath of whoever is unfortunate enough to be on the wrong end of one of your father's tongue lashings you know he's he's very well liked in those circles say how much i have don't want to take the form of an apology, but I, I wish that you didn't have to, to watch this happen to your friend. And I, and I want to assure you that we are going to do all we can to make sure that he is all right. And, and, and I'm very glad that you were here with him. Thank you. Yeah, he's... He means a lot to me. And once you get to know him, he's gonna mean a lot to you too. But, uh, um, something else that I wanted to, to, to talk to you about. I don't know if I even need to say it. If your insight is above like an eight. <laughs> it's my insight is impeccable. I already knew what you were gonna say. She's very uncomfortable and awkward in this situation. She's generally uncomfortable being emotionally honest in any way. Um, this time, uh, the time that we have known each other since uh, coming to the Grove and then to the Feywild, has been dif difficult. I have spent very much of my life being angry at the man who, who impregnated my mother and angry at myself for being any part of him. But through my time here, seeing the Feywild, experiencing what it is, and thinking for the first time, I have realized, I thought that the anger that I had was for my mother. But it was for me. And my mother would never have wanted me to be angry. And my mother would never have wanted me to become the woman that I have become. And, and that's all right. Because I've realized something else. I have found the kind of people that she would have wanted me to become. I have found that even though she is gone, the, the kindness and the patience and the peace that she held inside of her, you are exactly the kind of person that my mother would have been proud to know 
and I appreciate you very much for reminding me that even if she is not here, people like you still are. Um, he'll sit down next to her and um, kind of put his arm around her and give her a hug. See. <laughs> Thank you for that. I just, you know, why didn't you, why don't you think that you're the type of person that your mother would want you to be? Is it because you want to, your dad or? Maybe. I think she would want me to be at peace. She liked to, you know, sit out in the flowers and watch the bees and write poetry. And I want to. There is something angry in me that I cannot quite, but I'm going to use it, you know, to make sure that people like you can still exist. Hmm. He'll lean back. He'll kind of, you know, put his put his head, head in his hands. And he'll look at you. You sure you're all fake? I am um, half elf, half fae. What hmm. did you put the other part was? Well, no, just what you said just now. Um, <clears throat> weird. When I when I went when I went with uh with Luden to burn his house down, he said something scarily similar about about the anger and the pain and having to carry that around. I um I don't really have that problem. <laughs> or, well, I didn't until I met you guys. And <laughs> we're very good at making people angry. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. I, th- I, th- I think there's something beautiful about that. And uh, the, the fact that the fact that you and Luden and I can all share that means that, you know, I think you can include yourself in that number of people that your mother would have wanted you to be around or be like. Now that I've actually gotten to know you. I mean, I was kind of a bitch. Uh, yeah, yeah, you were, you were. <laughs> no, but, but I mean, you know, if, if Philianthus was my father, I'd probably be a little bit more of an asshole. So I get it. I mean, I'm, you come by it honestly. I'll say it like that. <laughs> I'm I'm very glad that you are here. I think if I overheard things correctly, I believe that Finalai and Luda might be training out today in the courtyard if you wanted to if you would like to join us. 
Um, I'll watch. I'm also going to watch. I don't do so much of that with the swords. Yeah, me neither. Like, he'll get up and offer you a hand as we begin. You know, I punch things and he tried, he gave me a bow the last time we were, you know, when we were at the, and I'm like, what am I supposed to do with this? And I'll take Akron by the hand and we will chat and, and laugh our way out to, to the court where others are. Any other conversations? Uh, Akron, where's your bow? Ah, kind of stuff. Uh, if everybody comes outside, Ludin will pull out all of the magic items. Um, by the way, he, he, you guys would notice that he and Cynthia are dressed the same. Yes, uh, uh, Danielle Lenoir would like a full description of your matching outfits, please. Yes. Is it like <laughs> a little sailor outfit? Because that's <laughs> What kind of clothes did uh did did your husband have? Imagine imagine all the clothes you would wear as a sparrowhawk, but uh-huh. with about thirty percent more flair. Like okay. as 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 Faye. Ruffles. Um Definitely ruffles, definitely little gilded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a, a little more, bit more pizzazz. Very interview than with what, a vampire. Than what, than what the, the, the human people would have. Just a little bit more fade. I got you. So uh, I played D'Artagnan in the Three Musketeers way back when. He looks like one of the musketeers. Um, <laughs> like he, like the clothes, he usually is about all that black, you know, because blending in and shit like that. But he doesn't look like it. He, he doesn't have on black right now. He has on like this deep, deep blue long um, jacket. And on the end of it, it has the little frills and white white things on it. And then he also has the little frill, um, like a little ascot kind of thing as well. Um, it got, well on the, the jacket, he also has like a little undershirt on. And all that is... Um, put together with like, so it has like some gold buttons going down, like all the way down the jacket. Um, and the belt that he has on is black, uh, but it's like one of the huge belts that you put on and has huge buckle on it. Uh, and it's the same kind of pants-ish. They kind of match all the way down. And they also have frills at the very bottom of them too. Um, the boots that he wear are, they're black. And it's a specific face style. It has kind of a point at the end, but you can also kind of, it's its multifunctional. It's like for style, but you could also, if you like kick somebody, you could also like kind of puncture them um, if you kick them hard enough. Um, and uh, the, 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 the boot also has laces going all the way up that are just gold all the way up. Are Luden and Finn training in their full outfits that they're planning to wear to Heliantis' house? Yeah, why wouldn't we? Ben's wearing shorts and a linen shirt because he's hot. Yeah, Luden, <laughs> Every Luden time Finn like, dresses up, he wears fancy shorts. Luden is in full outfit and he he feels good. Like I mean he's I mean he's always in hot crap anyway. Um, so it doesn't really matter like it doesn't really affect it. Like he he's he's moving even trying to match the identity of the wear. So instead, like when you 
fight with like broadswords or short swords and stuff like that. It's more about the power and angle and like going in that way. It's more like he's fighting with a rapier where it's about kind of the flair and kind of embarrassing your opponent as well as you fight with it with a short sword. So it, it kind of looks a little off-putting, but Luda makes it work like he does because he's trained. He's trained. Uh, but we look good. Me and Cynthia look good. I'm going to let y'all know that now. We don't Where look is like Cynthia, by the way? Whole time, y'all. Always on the shoulder. Can I try and, like, knock her off through my sling? Yeah, you can try. Sure. I can certainly try. <laughs> she'll, just have try. The, she'll just have the same AC as Luden. <laughs> or DC, or, yeah. Literally moves out of the way. How wind. many hit points does Cynthia have? <laughs> <laughs> she Cynthia. shares my hit points. Cynthia is one of the seven, yeah. She'll take a rock and just try and aim and hit, a, hit her. Let's see. Oh my god, I like to, now now I'm imagining Finn has like one of those like pullback slings. He does. That's the I, kind I of sling always he imagined has. Sling, nope, like, it is like that. Like <laughs> slingshot. Like a child. <laughs> Alright. Hit my my girl. Ugh, 24. You, you absolutely <laughs> knock Cynthia off my shoulder. Yeah, I did it! She flies back. She flies back. She See, I told you they wanted to hurt me. Yeah. Yeah. Luda changes from like <laughs> the kind of frilly thing to like he puts away the short sword and pulls out the longbow. Wait. And he, just, he, he stays quiet as he starts pulling out an arrow and he says, run. And wait, then wait, just wait. starts shooting at Finn's feet. It's going to start running where all the trees are. <laughs> He said, I got sharpshooter, I see you. Please don't. It's just a joke. There's a there's a big crack in a hole. Like like she we'll say that like there's a hole in the side of her face and some of the ceramic has just kind of like so you'll have to glue it back together. But it's in oh. chunks that you it's like it's in chunks that you could glue back together. But she's just like oh, my beautiful face. Are you going to fix me? And he will start looking for the 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 uh, forever poo glue, um, and he'll start wandering <laughs> through the cow patties to try and find some glue. Wait, <laughs> Luden, I can. Did I break it? You've done enough. <laughs> 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 and whenever he has fixed Cynthia up, then he will give everybody the magic items that they can that we can look at while he uh, does surgery. On his do- like, wow, Finn. We'll it's say- just a joke. I mean, I did it to Polyanthus's <laughs> face too. This is Modern not what day do. version of Finn has a YouTube channel that all the videos end with. It was just a prank, bro. It was just a prank. <laughs> it's just, it's just jackass, like giant <laughs> the whole Logan, time. It's a new Logan Paul. It's getting well, kicked out. Of inappropriate videos with national monuments. Yeah, I thought it was funny. <laughs> We'll say for the sake of comic relief, even though it would have been dried by now, we'll say that you're able to I'll find. Spit on it and we'll say that you're able to find some sovereign poop. <laughs> yeah, and I, I slowly, you know, put her back together as he gave. He just threw all the magic. He doesn't care about those. They're jewels, whatever. He, he has important things to do right now. You, um, you, you fix her face. And, like, Finn, you're just kind of watching him do it. And then for a moment, Luden's eyes just kind of glaze over. And her entire head slowly turns around. 
and looks at you, Finn. Uh, that's Ludin. Uh, duck behind the tree again. Ludin, it's looking at me. Ludin can't hear you. <laughs> he's just glazed over. <laughs> he's got he's got twenty three passes perception. He can't, you, he can't hear you. You, right uh, you uh, really? He can't. Okay, so Finn will like go up slowly and like try to poke it. You uh, you begin walk, slowly walking towards it. You blink and like. The moment you blink, its heads turn this other way, and Ludin is back to like just hey. fixing her hair, <laughs> <laughs> fixing her hair. Go away, Finn. It was oh, just looking at me. This is not what friends do, okay? It's not what friends do. I mean, go identify with prey, okay? Fine. We'll, we'll ne- never again. I mean, wasn't it really cool never that I hit her again. off your shoulder though? No, my accuracy is getting better. Okay, okay, I'm going. And he will he will be like he'll be like here. And he will take out his second or third bow, because he has three of them. And he will give him a Finn a bow too. He'll be like, take this. And he'll give Finn ten uh fake killing arrows. You want me to use this just, next time? <laughs> I have I know. No, but if you're gonna be trying to do long range things, use this instead. And he will give you uh yeah, ten fake killing arrows. But in Luden's mind, by the end of this, everyone, everyone will be able to uh, shoot a longbow. We'll be the ranged party. I think you, my sling's pretty good, but I guess I'll take it anyway. You yeah. hold Cynthia close and she just whispers in your ear. Don't worry, Papa. I'll take care of Finn later. Yeah, you will. <laughs> Why would you say it like that? I don't. I don't. Yeah, I, yeah. He's, he's very confused, but like, okay. Hey, I, I, but it's Cynthia. What is he gonna say? So, uh, yeah. <laughs> then we'll trot on back over to Prairie and just string a bow or string an arrow and just start like pretending to shoot. Like, yeah. At this I'm point. So good. <laughs> <laughs> at this point, unless anybody has anything else, um, Sam's in at least one more conversation, right? You you you'll still have time for the conversation. Yeah, I think we're I think we're going to identify the stolf now. Yeah, so you guys Jeez. take a moment. You start. Um, you uh, begin the identification process, and as you do, uh, stumbling out of the front of your estate, uh, Samson, you see Mural. And she is carrying, she is just covered in dust. She is carrying a variety of different bottles under her arms, and she just stumbles over to Briara and she says, My my queen, does does uh being a bartender count? Can I do, can can knights make drinks? <laughs> Oh. Give me nose. Ugh. I'm gonna press digitate her nose so she doesn't sneeze. Just pull all the dust out. <sighs> all the liquor is really dusty. Everything is really dusty inside. How old is Morel? Are, are you old enough? Yeah, like let's all. How? What is Morel was like thirteen. I mean. She's a fae. She looks young, but she's like, <laughs> like She's I'm, older than I'm, me. I'm four hundred and fifty-two. Do I not look my age? You're very no. useful. I would love even to what even is age in the Fae <laughs> Where did you get the alcohol and why are you 
Wow. Oh, I went down in the catacombs. Um, it's really dark down there. I tripped over. I actually bumped my knee, um, and uh, it's got. A, I got a really big bruise. But it, but I. Um, Luna gives her uh, goes over and steals like three of the good berries that he gave to Esperice yesterday. They're like good for twenty four hours, and he gives gives her those. Thank, thanks. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, well, just everything in the library, all the crystal, um, it was really dry, and, and there was, like, a residue at the bottom of it, and so I went to look for some alcohol, and I found some, and I haven't, I haven't made my specialty, it's, it's called Muriel's Mix, it's different every time, and I was gonna offer it to everyone. And there's an eyelash in my eyeball, so just give me a second over here, okay? Okay. You don't so much for all of your efforts. Yes, perhaps when we um, when we return victorious, you shall make all of us dress. You're right. I should practice. I should practice. Well, I, I'll try some of it. You'll try some. Yeah. Okay. Uh, she had. She has. Three, four. She has like a sack on her back as well as bottles in her arms. Um, as she kind of takes all these bottles out, uh, she she has, will try and stop her before she starts just making drinks on the front lawn. <laughs> she has thirty six different ingredients. Ekrin uses a yeah. He's gonna start. He's um, gonna be like, Let's he uses plant growth to make a little table for her. He's encouraging. Luna <laughs> sits there like, yo, we have dangerous objects. It takes 10 minutes per object. We have time for Mireille to, to Do you have whipped cream? Uh, I have regular cream. We have a jar if, that can if make I all the whipped whip cream it, in the world. If I, if, I, if, I, if I hit it really hard for a while, I could probably make it whipped. You could make bar bucks recipes. <laughs> Do you, do you want one? <laughs> yeah! Roll 4d6. <laughs> okay. 4d6? Excuse me? <laughs> Roll a d6? 4d6. 4d6. It's like, that's not a kind of roll. Okay, roll 4d6? Yes. It sounds like damage or extra hit points. So, what will they be? Okay. Uh, oh my god. Yeah, nine. Three. Well, it's three, two, two, two. Okay. All right. Um. Mm, let's do. Uh, you know what? You look like you'd like some sparkling wine. She begins to pour it in a bottle, and then uh, ooh, a little bit of lemon juice, uh, a little bit of blackberry juice, and um, some rosemary. I like Takes all those things. And she just kind of mixes it up. She goes here. Yay! Drink it. You drink it and gain five temporary hit points. There you go. This is great, Mural. You should keep making them, and we should bottle them up and give them to the troops. That's amazing. I like to, well, I don't know if I have enough for that, but I like to make it according to everyone's personality. It's kind of like a fortune reading. Oh, make Ludens. Make Ludens. He's over there. Oh. Okay. The angry one. Okay. You want some? Does his dog want some too? He talks to it a lot. No, don't. Yeah. No? Yes. No, well, she can't drink yet. Oh. Yeah. Can you? It's true. She does look like she's underage. How old are you, Cynthia? 
The doll? Cynthia's an eldritch abomination. <laughs> yeah, let's see. She might be older than all she of us. She's older than all of us, yeah. You should give her somebody who might fall she, out of her she, hole. Cynthia goes, <laughs> Oh, nobody knows. Yeah, she's old enough. I was around at the birth of the unit. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take, I will, I will let, I will roll for me and Cynthia. I'll um, just give her some of mine. Yeah, just give her some of yours. I'll roll for me. 4d6? Mm-hmm. All right. So a four, a six, a I two, got it, and I a got two. it. Um, I feel like you have a little bit of a bitter side, so maybe some juniper spirit, um, and definitely some lemon juice, uh, and uh, um, and and just maybe maybe a little bit of orange juice, just a lot of tart um, bitterness, uh, and then uh, I think we get like why don't we just make it, you know? And then I can taste it, and it'll. <laughs> Add some sugar in there too. Because he actually is secretly sweet. She she pops like another rosemary spig on, like, and you rosemary too. Here, here. (laughs) Thank you, thank you. Just very tart, bitter. (laughs) Yeah, it's definitely that. You should make whatever Finn had and give it to. Don't give this to the. This whole time, while Finn and Luden are having their fortunes read via drink, it's like <laughs> Samson handing out the potions for Yario so she can do her identification dance, or are we just waiting for them to be <laughs> She gave out all the, all the stuff that was in the bag of holding. At this point, um, so... We're identifying. Are, that's not happening. You'll What's be able to identify one over a long uh, the long rest that you had, and the other two will need um, uh, the identification spell, or... Are you like are ten you, minutes each, ritual wise, right? Yes. Yeah, so, um, an after dinner chant and so, however the identification goes. Are you identi- So you're you're using two identity to identify spells, pray area. Uh, yep. All right. The first item that you receive, um, as you're kind of looking at it, it's that dark black uh, looking pearl, um, very large. It's it's uh, not all por- pearls are perfectly round. So this one is so large that it almost looks like it's kind of like mutated, uh, kind of like bulking out different kind of bulges. And uh, you receive a nightfall pearl. I will put that in chat for you guys. I will put it in. I will also, you know, I'm actually going to put it. I'm going to put it in so everyone can look at it. The difference between, uh, and I don't know if you'll be able to see it, but we'll, if you you might be able to see it. The difference between uh, this night, the, the only significant difference between this Nightfall Pearl is that you know, as you're kind of holding it, you get, you kind of sense this sort of type of magic when you were near the wretch. And you get the sense that this particular item would would have been pretty helpful to have with the wretches. For our audience, um, the Nightfall Pearl is used to summon night. You can spend ten minutes to activate it. You can make it night within a ten-mile radius, even if it's daytime, and the night lasts for 24 hours. Well, that's going in Cynthia's eye. (laughs) Nah. (laughs) 
don't think so. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. Nah. Just, I'm just gonna let you know. This is this a, is uh this is meta. Yeah. This is this is Christian telling you guys this. It's gonna happen. But I'm right a, now it doesn't. A, that's a that's a. Putin actively doing something to make it happen, or is he just going? No, it, no, well, no, one hundred percent. He drank his drink, looked over after Prayaria told everybody like what it, what it is. He just goes, hmm. "He'll keep drinking." Mm-hmm. Listen, he's he's really the, only person, the person with the highest insight is Finn. So Finn sees Luden's eyebrows do something. <laughs> oh, we got so far. What's Finn's insight? Like twenty-seven or something. Finn's oh, is nineteen. Yours is also nineteen, isn't it? Mine is a twenty-one. Wait, a twenty. But, but Christian, when Cynthia gets called back to Cthulhu. We're gonna lose this legendary <laughs> item. <laughs> we won't well, have it anymore. I looks like we got the eye cork too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. That looks like I look you guys at, get it. It looks at me with like. It's good. That's all it is. It's good. The next item you kind of pull out. It's this very large um, uh, ruby brooch. I feel like the ruby brooch. This gem has three charges and regains all expended charges daily at dawn. When you cast a spell while holding this gem, you can spend up. You can expend up to three charges to ignore the spell's material components. But a gold piece cost up to five hundred gold piece pieces per charge expended. Do you want me? So it's like fifteen hundred. When you, you finish resurrect people like every other day with this thing. So we're yeah. giving this to Finn. No, Finn no, no, gets no, no, no. Free. Finn doesn't need it because you can choose a you can choose a spell from any class list to cast. When you finish yeah, a long read rest, the thir- read the third paragraph. When you finish a long rest, I, I was like, "Let me finish." Hold on. When you finish a long rest, choose a spell from any class list. The spell you choose must be a level you can cast. You know the chosen spell and can cast it with your spell slots of the appropriate level until the end of your next long rest. Oh my god! So, so it doesn't only, need the ingredients. It doesn't need the ingredients, and I can pick any spell. I think I should have it because then I can match your level of raised dead ability so that you and I have the same death rate. Okay, you guys, you guys are, you guys are, you're thinking too small. It's literally the party item. We just transfer no, 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 100%, uh, 100%, whatever we need it for and whoever has, like, seriously, think about it. If somebody has lower spells or if you guys have used a bunch of your spell slots, you give it to the person that has used a bunch of the spell slots so they have spell slots. Most of these spell slots that require material components are things like raised dead or mostly, it's mostly, I think, cleric spells have a lot of material components and wizard spells. So if we want to do a simulacrum or something later, that would be something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Brandon's right. It needs to be whoever has the highest level slot available, which Mm -hmm. I think is both Finn and Reese. Because yeah. you could, either of them could choose, because it's two abilities. It's one, you can use charges, and the other one is any spell from any list of a level you can cast. Yeah. And you can this do it, feels and you like can use we a slot. Outside yeah. game. We, 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 we can decide <laughs> yeah. We are all arguing. <laughs> no, give it to me. Give it to me. <laughs> we, we, you guys and can decide. And the Ruby comes out, everyone in the circle just body slams <laughs> on top. <laughs> the last item, uh, you, you, as you look at it, it looks like a big coin, like a big coin medallion um, that uh, is attached to a chain. And I will share that to everyone as well. This, okay, this past item, super dope. Very, very cool. <laughs> Here for This is the last item. Um, 
And just for your re- reference, while you guys are looking at it, is it, it is in the dormant state. It is the jewel of three prayers. Um, oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the, it's in the dormant state. In this state, the jewel of three prayers is a glittering golden disc attached to a fine golden chain. The chain magically resizes to function as a necklace for the creature that wears it. Uh, in the dormant state, you gain a plus one bonus to your AC. Uh, while wearing or holding the jewel, you can use an action to cause it to shed bright light in a 15-foot radius and dim light for an additional 15. And the light casts uh, the light lasts until you extinguish it. Uh, the jewel also has three charges and regains all its expended charges daily at dawn. While holding the jewel, you can expend one charge from it to cast invisibility. I'm taking that. My Priaria should have it. Yeah, aren't you already stealth as fuck? She can already cast yeah. invisibility and... Can she already it, cast invisibility? Right she now? has. She also has a flower that lets her cast. Like, okay, okay, like, okay, I'm, okay, 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 okay. I cannot be invisible, y'all. And everybody else in this freaking party has. Like, she has a racial ability to be invisible, while everybody else goes I invisible. I, I run away. Thing. Yeah, I think, it, but I think it matches Priaria better, like just aesthetically. Uh, as Luden, he, Samson can say that as Luden walks over and puts on the freaking. It doesn't. It doesn't match Thalon's clothes. Luden. Right. It's I will just fine. put it underneath right here. Yeah. I'll. Yeah. I'll fix the we'll, clothes later. We'll decide everything. Of that. Well, you guys can. Oh, you guys crap. can. Did you guys read the awakened state? Yeah. There. Oh, yeah, no. It's currently in oh, the shit, dormant it is state. Nuts. What is Wait, the awakened state? You, you, you can get Levita bless this thing. Because I'm assuming the gods are our gods rather than the critical role gods, which I think are the ones connected to this specific thing. Can we get Levi to go like, hell yeah, I wake mean, up this rock? I Can they become exalted too? What? Okay, we're reading things, y'all, but we're also <laughs> streaming. There are. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We will. Yeah, yeah. Everyone else <laughs> I will put on Twitter links on D&D Beyond to all of the items that we're talking about so that people can check them out if they want to because I, they're very, very cool. Uh, I, <laughs> everyone's losing their minds. I don't know if you guys can access them. I can put them in chat because so for, uh, if you, depending on your D&D Beyond account, but yeah, I will, for, I will put them. People, for people who have all the D and D Beyond stuff, they can see yeah. it. But all none um, of these are none of these of are unfortunately. Yeah. yeah, I know the last one. I believe is from Critical Role. Just released a module with Wizards of the Coast, and I believe this one is from that because it's a vestige of divergence. Very cool. You guys should absolutely check it out. And it does in the absolutely it's- bullshit. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's dope. Yeah, this is nuts. So it's it's a great item for whoever. Yeah, we'll discuss this after game. Yeah. What after <laughs> show when we come to fisticuffs about who gets what. <laughs> hey, Lauren, can you read the description of the awakened state? Because the rest no, of- watch the after show. Yes, our after show goes up on our YouTube channel. If you put up command YouTube, you'll be able to watch our after shows from our previous episode and catch up on I'm our furious. one after this episode that will come out this coming week. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm furious right now. Or what does it do? So. We'll, we'll talk about it during break. Just hold. <laughs> you all, you all identify these items, um, and kind of, Samir uh, kind of comes out of the tent and he kind of approaches you all. Uh, Volpa is in tow with Samir as he kind of as Volpa just kind of like sashays next to his feet, and he approaches you all and he says, "Morning. Looks like you got some loot to go over. Hopefully, all good things." Versus the cursed items that you retrieved from the last place. 
Not everything was cursed. Some things were blessed. He glances at Cynthia on your shoulder. <laughs> and she glances at him. <laughs> I believe we have, at least based on discussions within our own party, we believe it might be necessary to speak to Heliantus. Would we have an opportunity to talk to Lawson before we make our way in that direction to make sure that we are all on the same page strategy-wise in dealing with this complication? You may speak to Lawson if you need to. Yes. And you also send some people out there to, you know, scout. Well, if you're going to Halianthus' estate, I highly recommend taking a small party to go with you. Perhaps four or five uh, men. Or women, sure. Well, I'm men. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> this is just Luna being a smart house. Swear to God. <laughs> it's the Why general men, okay? <laughs> We're getting gender specific here. Like. I don't know. Esperis is the most powerful party. <laughs> soldiers? You can. How about you take four or five soldiers? Does that suit your fancy and tickle your chin? We will take whoever you recommend, thank you. That's both of those things, yeah. <laughs> we, at the same time, if it's not too, too difficult for our military force here, uh, would we be able to spend uh, people to scout out at the barracks? I believe once we are done with Heliantus, we are going to be heading in that direction, unless I am very much mistaken. All right, so while you're, while you're overdoing that, I can definitely put together a special operative that will uh, inspect the, uh, the fort. Sounded like I said fart. <laughs> They're gonna go track down that guy from Big Brand who had the little cart. <laughs> the fart, but like when when you say it with an Irish accent, it sounds fart. like fart. fart. Yeah, fart. <laughs> the keep, the stronghold. <laughs> oh, what's that thing you making, Mira? Why don't you get me up a glass? I feel like uh, I need to start off the morning right. Oh, oh, yes, I can put together 46. an operative. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm not going to roll 46. It's fine. <laughs> but she's just like, I see you as maybe bourbon with some violet creme. And she's just <laughs> and he's just like nodding like, hmm, yes, that's, that sounds like me. Uh, so, uh, is there, so is there anything that you would like to say to Losum then? Or um, based on that conversation with Samir, are you guys good to go to begin making your way to Helianthus' estate? I would like to, just as a priest, unless there's anything else anyone else would like to say, just check in with Lozum. Hey, we're going to go in the direction of Heliantus. We'd like to try to negotiate with him and try to see if we can get his army interested in working with us. If he doesn't want to work with us, we don't know exactly how things will end up. Is this something that you guys are comfortable with, or is there direction that is easiest for the entire military force? I don't want to do anything that is a surprise to Losum. Losum kind of looks at you all and he goes, Not having those forces has definitely put us into quite a predicament. I, we don't have many options, and while I would strongly advise against it. You see, Aleanthus does not make deals that he does not gain something from. Who does? He... I suppose what I mean by that is he doesn't lose. 
and has never lost. So if we do this, well, it does make me uncomfortable. I, I advise you all take very great caution. You, in your experience, diplomatically with the various courts of this, our court, know what he values, what he wants. He has his son now. Is there anything else that he might value other than his dignity and ego? Eliantus values power, status. He, <clears throat> he is of the old world. And he values those things above all. Okay. Well, this will be delightful. I do. Please be very careful. We will be fine. By that, we will be very careful. Are there any outcomes to what we are planning to do? Speaking to Heliantos, would be actively harmful to what you are trying to do. If something should arise where things go south, is there any outcome what, that you would want us to avoid specifically? If all else fails, you six are by far the most important assets and allies that we have. It is more important than all of you return than be one short. And if I may say, of course, our queen. Yes, um, we will be on our best behavior and we will all come back. All of us, yes. I, he kind of chuckles a little bit and he goes, I, I share my disdain and discomfort towards such a man, I assure you. Yeah. And I, I realize the discomfort of having to give respect where respect does not deserve to be placed. But no, and think of us and your people in those moments. Well, I think maybe it will make it easier. Yes. And, and he just kind of bows. Be the last unpleasant thing I have to do but for all of you, and she will give a slight bow back. 
Any other conversations that you wish to have before you leave? I just want to check our armory and see if we got some better weapons. These short swords. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm the Marshal. I just gave Mar- everyone <laughs> in chat, I just gave them three legendary mm. items. Three mm. legendary <laughs> items. And okay, this, in Luden's defense, in Luden's defense, he can't can. use any of them. I just, I just want like another, get some lances. Can, like, those can, are, can I get like four oh, more legendary? I don't legendary. have an armor. I don't well, have like, an armor. Yeah, party, but what is Luden getting? <laughs> Bring the armory here. Oh, okay. I've got like a really small dagger that you can stick in Cynthia's hand. Uh, it's like, you know what? I'll take it. Thank you. And he'll put the dagger in her belt. It's and we'll, we'll be good. Before, you, before, we, before we leave, I want to talk to Fen. Okay. If we can. Um, so while, while this is happening, with we'll some conversation and Lewin's off looking for armor, armories and stuff, and we're preparing to leave, uh, I'm going to go find Finn. What is he doing? Finn's probably, like, still by Muriel's table, like, trying all her drinks and, like, chattering. With Another! <laughs> this one's really good, too. I'll come up and I'm going to say, hey, or are you trying to get some more Coffee? Coffee? Oh, this is kind of like um, alcohol, but also fruits. You should try it. But you get like an Irish coffee. Can we get, I don't know, that'd be great. I'll, I'll try one. You just look so tired. Who, me? Yeah, you. Tired? Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, it's kind of hot sleeping outside, so I kept waking up, but. Yeah. I was, I was thinking, I was going to ask you, do you want to sleep inside? Like, would that be better for you? Like, instead of sleeping outside? I mean, I I would, but I kind of throw up everywhere when I go in there. Yeah. I mean, well, I think that's because I don't think Thalon's forgiven you. And so if you wanted to, we could go, we could go talk to him real quick and you, you guys could come inside. You want to do that? Wait, really? We could yeah. talk to Fallon? Sort of. Are you going to, like, introduce me? Hmm. Yes. Yes, exactly. Okay. You're only going to tell him good things, right? You'll be fine. You'll be fine. Here, just, um, can we get those? I'll I'll take an Irish coffee if Finn doesn't want one. Oh, I want one, too. (laughs) 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 Lauren, I think you were muted. What's an Irish coffee? (laughs) I don't know. What's Samson? What's an Irish coffee? Just, just do a latte and pour as do a latte only about three fourths full and pour the rest up with rum. Do a do a lot, okay? Um, (laughs) she pours like the whole thing full of like barrel aged whiskey, (laughs) a lot of whiskey. Um, and how about some apple cider and um. Candy cherry. That sounds like a lot. Wait, and a rosemary sprig and cinnamon bark. That's a lot. She just she just <laughs> makes her own drink. <laughs> I just I just take it and realize that I have like a fifth of some alcohol. And just, it's very it. good, Meryl. The majority of it is yeah. barrel aged bourbon. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna drink it like it's good and pretend like it. I'm gonna be very, very nice and just drink it as it is. So, oh, thank you so much. 
Um, yeah, just walk with me then, and I'm gonna I'm gonna lead Finn over to the. I'm okay. gonna start. We'll start walking. We'll start walking. Bye. Bye. So, uh, what made you want to do this all of a sudden? Okay, so first of all, it was kind of nice watching you suffer a little bit. So first things first. I don't. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to be a liar a little bit. But I just look. Fallon doesn't know that I forgave you several days ago, and so we just got to tell you. Several days ago. What do you mean several days ago? I mean, after we got here and after you talked to me and everything happened, I was like, I, I'm. I'm not gonna harbor, you know, a grudge too long. I, I live too long to do that. So I just. But, um, so that time yeah. you were saying I wasn't your friend, I really was your friend. Mm, it's close. Maybe one day, one maybe one day you you will be. So, look, Finn, you you remember what happened? Yeah, I do. You remember you promised me you keep Priya safe and that you would go with us to the Feywild and that you would make sure that she was fine and. And I said, please don't endanger her by any means. And then eight hours later, you took her in front of the seven. Yeah. Do you remember that? I do. Yeah. I mean, I didn't. Uh, mm. We've heard it all before. Yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah. Look, we've, we've. I'm going to leave Finn up and we run and walk up the hill to the oak tree where Fallon's grave is. And, um, and say as, as we approach it and say I've lived a long time and I've heard it all before <laughs> and you're a lot of things Fen. a lot of them are well intentioned and you're good at the heart and so I'm, I know that you didn't mean to but you definitely did not you were not thinking of your friends, and you were not thinking of a promise you made to me when you did what you did. And so I'm not... It's not exactly friendly behavior, don't you agree? I agree. And I failed you, and I know that. Samson, I look up to you more than, like, anyone. I think you're the coolest guy. And I just want to, I don't know, live up to your expectations. So that's what I'm going to try and do. Because I know I didn't back there. And I need Most to make it up. We're well, doing a good job so far. And 90 for 95, 99% of the time, you're, you're perfect and wonderful in every way. And... Well, look, if you can only... Just don't make promises to me that you can't keep or that you don't plan to. You're, you're just not, you're not a liar. Look, and I just... Here, watch this. Um, I want to go over to Thalon's grave and I'm, I'm going to sit... There's like a little stone bench beside uh, Thalon's headstone. On top of Thalon's headstone, there's a little stone bowl. And I'm going to sit down and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pat the seat next to me and bid Vince... Fence it down too. 
And then underneath the stone, there's a little box. I'm gonna pull it out and it's this little lead box and it's got some filigree stuff, some engravings on it. And um, it's got a little S and a little T on it. And I open it up, inside is a journal. And I'm gonna pull that out, set the box to the side. And I'm gonna open it up and pull out a quill and stuff. And I'm gonna say, Do you know, I just, look, I just didn't want it to go on any longer because I didn't want to have to talk to you like this. And I just want to be included in the things you do. And when you make, when you make decisions and you take prey and you try to do what's best, I want to help you do what's best because I know that you feel that way and did I ever tell you how Thalon died? No, I don't think so. Well, Thalon died doing what he thought was best. We were... It was a normal raid. And when we got into the battle and everything, it just... They had more people there than we thought. And we almost got ambushed. We were. It seemed as though they might wipe us all out and get us captured. And so Thalon, being Thalon, did what he thought was best, and he just ran straight in. And then the tree came to life, and then it picked up this massive spear, and it went straight through his shield and through his armor, and across his shoulder and stabbed him. And because he was trying to save some people who were caught up in all that mess. Wasn't even supposed to be there. He was just doing what he thought was best. And I wasn't there because he didn't tell me he was going. And I feel like if he would have, I would have been there. I'm going to open up the book. I'm going to pull out the quill. I'm going to write, Stop being mean to Finelai. He's my friend. He didn't do anything wrong. I'm going to tear out a piece of the book, like the top half of the page. And, and you can see that like half the pages in the book are missing, torn out in various pieces. And I'm going to take it, I'm going to put it in the stone on top, and then I'm going to cast Produce Flame and I'm going to burn it. And burn the message and send it on on top of Thalon's grave. Samson, did you ever get to talk to him after he died? Did he ever apologize for what he did? He didn't really have to. He didn't really do anything wrong. He just... I wanted to be there for him. Like I want to be there for you. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. I guess I stole that opportunity away from you, so... I understand. 
I still get to talk to him like this stuff. It's a little hard because he can't ride back, but sometimes I think I can see him in the house. Pretty sure I can. Which is also why I think he can't go in. Pretty time. sure if he can throw rocks, he's somewhere around there. He doesn't throw rocks at me. Um, but maybe he won't do it to you anymore. So. I can I write a letter? To Thalon? Yeah. I'm going to hand the book to, to Finn and the quill and stuff. <clears throat> Dear Fallon, Samson loves you very much, and we're going to make sure that he comes to no harm, and we protect him always, because we love him too. He's in good hands. Finn. He'll rip it, and he'll put it in the bowl. I'm gonna, I'll, I'll burn it so it can... So we can text Dead Thal. <laughs> CC Fallon. CC. <laughs> okay. We killed a seven. Something we kind of had to do. We just could have done it a lot better. And so I was just. I was kind of over it the next day. I just. <sighs> Finn, you deserve to suffer a little bit more for your actions. I there's know, nothing but I, there's suffering nothing I is so that. hard. <laughs> I there's there's several rooms you can choose, and I would if we give him some time. Hopefully, he'll acquiesce. But hopefully, when we get back, he'll feel fine and he'll be okay. Okay. Thank you, Samson, for letting me talk to him as well. I mean, I know he's really special to you. He was. No, he is very special to you. In a way, he always will be. Sometimes I wonder if he should, he'll ever move on. But I think he's waiting for me to die. Which is rude, honestly, to think that I'll die. Well, he's going to be waiting a long time, so... I know. <laughs> like, it's like he... He thinks that I'll make a mistake at some point, which seems impossible. Um, I don't know. But hey, um, yeah. Just make sure we'll we'll keep doing our best as we always have. But, um, but we should catch up because I think they're all ready to leave. So we should. Yeah. Then we'll yeah, get yeah, up, yeah, yeah. and he'll like tackle Samson in a big hug and squeeze him. <laughs> I'm gonna get Finn too tight a hug for a half second and then like and then come back. Also, if you want me to involve you in all of my plans, you should probably uh teach me more pranks and stuff, because I feel like you haven't taught me you, how to gamble yet. You are not a prankster, Finn. You're just mean to people. Yes, I am a prankster. <laughs> look, look, okay, we're walking back now. We're walking back. Look, when you <laughs> when you just steal someone's shoes. That's larceny. It's not. Drinking and crime is basically the same thing, Samson. I'm like a really good trickster now. Back in the courtyard, Esprit is trying to like direct Akron and like weaving parts of uh, uh, um, the doll's head back together <laughs> and making it look a little bit more natural. Like, does this look? Is this okay? This looks good. As good as it can. Well, then this is. 
Cynthia is looking, I don't know, maybe more... Wolf? <laughs> she looks much more terrifying as the crack on her face. There's like It's like a Joker crack up the sides of her cheeks. <laughs> she looks beautiful. <laughs> See, and this but is I why crimes to... are good to do. You're, it's not a prank. You just broke something that was important to Luden. <laughs> I didn't mean to. It's going to be like however many hours for us to get there. We'll be able to be ready in the air. Who wants this. to ride on Akron's cool grass horse? I want to fly. I'll ride on the grass horse. If nobody else will ride on the cool grass horse. Why don't we take <laughs> like a carriage? Why don't we just take like a carriage or something? So that we can fly. Wait, can I ride on Samson's horse? You have Samson a horse too, don't you, Samson? Horse. Yeah, a horse that I'm going to ride. Yeah, but like it's big <laughs> enough for two. Well, there are lots of horses. You could just As we argue about what horses we're going to ride, Lauren. <laughs> I think that that is a great place for us to take our break at this point <laughs> as we uh, as we're about to venture off to Helianthus's estate. So uh, so we're going to go to break and we get back. We'll see what happens. Uh, we'll see you all in a little bit. To the break we go. Happy New Year. We said it early. Oh. Happy New Year's Eve. Right. Yeah. Let's travel, shall we? On the yeah. As y'all are riding horses, Ludin is in the sky where he belongs, where he can see everything passively. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it was so yes. menacing. <laughs> yeah. Me and my dragonfly. I don't know his name. I should probably ask him that. We are we are in the sky, living the dreams. All right, so you guys begin making your trek to Helianthus, uh, Helianthus' estate. As you do, um, you uh, you initially like you're making. Are there any conversations that you want to have as you're going down this road before I lead us to the goal? As Paris is nervously babbling to Prayaria, like. So I'm thinking we just approach, we we do it as an olive branch kind of situation. Mm-hmm. Maybe we could get some of these generals in the room, have a nice mm-hmm. dinner as an apology. If you want me to lead, I can lead. I understand you are maybe more uh, uh, honest than I am. Um, Please do that. I, um, I'm not even sure that I could say nice things to him. And I can handle that part. You just look regal, and then we will do. And she goes into like various descriptions of forks that he might have on his table, and how we might want to deal with various situations. Uh, as we're getting everyone in there, Luden's flying overhead. He'll come and hover above Akron's horse. And be like, "Hey, you know we're not going in there, right?" Yeah, that's what I thought. Cool. All right. We'll talk about what we do when we get there, I guess. Dope. Back up into the sky. You... Go ahead. 
I was just going to say, finish just braiding his horse's hair and being like, so are we allowed to talk at all? Or is this just going to be like Esperice talking the whole time? I'm okay if that's the case. I just want to know so I don't Samson's fuck anything horse up. Braiding Samson's horse's mane? <laughs> if Samson lets me, then yes. <laughs> do, do you, Samson? <laughs> is it your we, horse made out of, this like... Is, this art? is episode... 76. I've never been able to stop Finn from doing anything. <laughs> so, yeah. Somehow, well, how could that happen now? The bark horse is me. <laughs> it's got grass too, right? It's like one of those things, like, uh, it, it, it's just like woven together like a basket, all, all the bark. All oh, yeah. So I'm like braiding the twigs. So, yeah, are we just going to keep quiet then? Oh, Esprit is gone. Sorry, my secondary smaller horse who lives in Diana's house had to go to the bathroom. Um, no, of course, you can, all, you can all speak, absolutely. We were just trying to make friends with some of the generals and the members of the military to hopefully convince them to, to want to, to follow in our military's footsteps. Helianto's maybe not so easily convinced, but uh, hopefully if his military wants to join us, then perhaps he will bow to that. And if he doesn't, he doesn't have much power behind him anymore. If you want to come talk with us, you can. Their conversation is going to be boring. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know if we all need to talk to Helianto's. I think, I think probably the priest is probably the best one to do that. I don't, can't imagine that he'd want to talk to the rest of us. Too, right? Prey Samson and I think I think Reese should definitely be there, but I think it's important that Prey be there too. Because if I remember correctly, I believe that Prey was the last person that he talked to before he left. Uh huh. So from one ruler to another. But should we trust? I I was gonna say that I think that I think that Prey is a little bit above his station to talk to him like this. Maybe after he's agreed and come to his senses, but uh, Maybe. I don't, I don't Maybe. know if he's, he has the right to talk to her right now. It'll be it'll be it'll be a good look for her to lower herself down to speak to to speak to Helianthus face to face. You know, but Wilson made it. She'll be a queen of the people. To assume a station, but for the purposes of this, I don't want to say manipulation. This plan that I would be something of a herald of. Area and the house of Rithnawe, that I would be, we are very regretful of the way things were left off between our two houses. And we would love to have a chance to extend the olive branch and speak and eat together. Prearia would love to be there at the dinner. For now, I will be speaking in her stead if they should accept the invitation. And if they should accept the invitation, then Prearia will be there at the dinner. She will have no responsibility to speak to Heliantos unless she wants to. That um, to keep me from having to attempt to lie. You can just eat the food and look regal and maybe talk to some of the, I'm sure his officers and some of his corporals and things are, they're very fine military people. Um, uh, they don't necessarily bear the burden of, of Heliantus's crimes upon their shoulders. I mean, do you guys, I very much enjoy that. Do you guys want this book and lewd and gestures to the crazy book we got in the prison he's all about power right this is powerful maybe it 
tool to bargain with? I don't know. You said deals. We got stuff that's powerful. That Isn't cursed. it supposed to be really Thank evil? You. Do we really want to give him an evil book? I, I don't know. Is he evil? I don't know. Losum said that he was nervous about us all coming back together. Should, shouldn't we all go together? Like, what if he tries to attack while we're separated? That is a fair point. Uh, we need a signal. I don't think he'd try to attack. You well, I don't think that it's less of a he's going to do it. He's just going to be like, yo, sick him. And we're in his base. Well, yeah, but I mean, he's they he's a little bit more manipulative than that. He doesn't he doesn't he doesn't move with the intent of a hammer, you know. He wouldn't just say what? sick. Uh, it's just well, well, you know him better than us. What would he do? Well, I've never actually had a full conversation with the man. Like, you know, he doesn't see me half the time uh, being wow. human and all. But um, I, I mean, he's going to want something and it's not, you know, it's. I don't know. I wish I could be more help. I don't, I don't know. The status what... of rescuing or saving a queen in distress. His power is the turning point in all of this. If that's not enough of an ego boost, I don't know what else we could possibly give him. I think the, what, what my ideal would be, if it so pleases you know, the queen and the rest of the party, is um, if his military, if his generals believe that the right thing to do, what they want to do for their own best interests, is to fail Elrixis. And I believe it is within their own best interests to prevent Elrixis from being coronated. What is Iliantos going to do? Without his military, without his generals underneath him, he has no power. Is he going to go completely against them? So long as we can convince his soldiers and their commanding officers that Maybe you don't want to be as enslaved by the Shade Witch. Oh, okay, then maybe this is a two-pronged plan. We need to understand what is keeping his army there. I mean, what sure, I he's he's very regal. He's a good follow, like he's a good, strong, if that's all that it takes to be, uh, to grab these people's attention, to be a strong leader, let's be honest, it took six of us to fail their prison it took 26 of us to burn down her home and we did that within the span of 48 hours yeah, we, we have two immense military victories behind us in the last two days i think this is very impressive and something we can fall back on but the big thing is what if it's not that i think i think step one is obviously get the invitation but step two is find out talk to these people outside of this conversation you're going to have with Elianthus. but what keeps them here we need to figure that out and then we can gain their trust a lot easier because it's think, just a manipulation game right i think what keeps them here is i don't know if he has some sort of deal with the shade witch or whatever but i believe it's protection if i'm like i think that the shade witch doesn't bother Heliantis, if i'm remembering that right okay so. Usually here in Fey, families and people swear loyalty to certain houses. 
so their their own fealty to Helianthus and his house and his estate, his lordship or whatever is what keeps them here. Is there then some expectation that he will protect them? Yes. If by his actions he's leading them to be in danger, would that be enough reason for them to turn against him? It's hard to turn against a lord, but hell yeah, we do have a lot of momentum and they very well might. So, so maybe a it's little not, it's not an easy. It's not an easy thing to do, but it is certainly possible. Some so if I could pitch, if I could pitch, um, perhaps if yourself, little Akrin, wanted to speak to the general members of the army and myself and Priaria and anyone else who might like to be at the dinner with the generals and I could speak to the commanding officers. We could discover what it is that is binding them to him. And from our experience and our understanding, Heliantos is not living up to the standards of if a leader, he is not protecting them because he is putting them in immense danger of Elrixis's coronation, yes? So long as we present this information, we are honest with these people, there is a decent chance that they might want to join our cause or at least not act under him anymore. And then... Akron. For the... Well, I was just going to say, Akron, it sounds like I'm going to be spending a lot of gold and we're going to be doing a lot of drinking and talking Prayaria up. Go, go for it. I wanna, no, I want to also go do a lot of drinking. Oh, come on. Like, let's, I oh, think, yeah. I think, I think Wait. we're about to party as hard as we've ever partied and drunk Luden is coming back out. It's been a Furthermore, to Esperus's point where Heliantis is taking actions counterproductive to his soldiers and their generals and their, their lives. Heliantis and his family has was and has an older pledge to the Rithanawe family. Okay. He is honor bound to her and is currently not doing so. So furthermore, he's actually breaking even older oath by abstaining as it were. Mm-hmm. So why are we even bothering to be kind to him? Because that was what I, you know what? We would prefer not to harm the members of his army and their generals. They well, have not committed any sin in and of themselves. Well, we will not be mean to them. But pray, you're, that even makes you even more desirable as a queen. No, I like the ruthlessness. Let's do that. I mean, you're the boss, but think about it. You, even as the queen, are asking someone to honor their oath, and that's it. But you're not doing it. It's it's your other person. Instead of just smiting him right there and embarrassing him, don't worry. We're going to be talking you up while we drink and speak about the fact that he does have an oath to the Rithanawe. And if their oath is to him, then by proxy, I mean, if you go up the line, their oath is to you as well. I mean, I would just say, before we uh, be rude, and that's hilarious coming from me and uh, about this guy, I would just so much rather watch as his army is ripped from under him. And then we just leave. <laughs> it's so much worse. We I just outright this kill in him. Mind. <clears throat> but hey, hey, if Thank we kill you. him, just, just uh, throw me a signal. I'll start firing arrows. I'm always with that plan. 
And you know how good I have a shot I am drunk. We saw that a while back. I got it. <coughs> I have faith in you. Can I say, family, Finlay, would you be all right coming to the more formal event with myself and Prearia so that you might keep a, a, a link with our fellows out in the field? Yes, I'll go to support you and also keep a link and also make sure no harm comes to Queen Prearia. And also I'm a little buzzed from all the girls drinks, so I really don't need a drink anymore. It's been like three <laughs> and a half hours, Finlay. We've been riding a long time. Still feeling it. Okay. It's summer. It's summer and Finn hasn't drank any water. <laughs> honestly, same. It was a lot of alcohol. It was a lot of alcohol. So. I'll let my little horse inside. I'll be right back. <laughs> so as you guys uh, make this trek, you begin to, um, and you would know this, Samson, because you have a very strong understanding of the layout of the Feywild and the different lower courts and their lands <clears throat> coming being being as uh, as high esteemed as you are and you finally break into Helianthus's lands and as a lord like Helianthus there is a surrounding hamlet you know the working people right and you do kind of pass uh, this this uh, very vibrant looking inn a uh, sign kind of hanging down called the Twirly Jest Inn. And uh, it is very open concept. You can clearly see right into it, the canopy. Uh, people are sitting and drinking, um, kind of talking with one another as you're kind of, as you enter the lands. Last I want you to place. know that in my notes, I have written Heliantis's shitty open concept lands. Just <laughs> pop my notes. <laughs> So, I think I think that's where the drinking's happening, and also the uh, talking to the commoners, and the people. Hop off and park my uh, my dragonfly, and I let him go. I let him know what. Actually, he's gonna go ahead and do his animal. He's like, "Hey, you did great out there," and I will take. Uh, I will take. Um, two. Yeah, I'm gonna cast. Two spell slots worth of good berries. I'm gonna give them to my my dragonfly. I'm like, what's your name? Twenty good berries to a dragonfly. Oh, uh, that's the payment that we have established that they take. Okay, <laughs> so he's going to get his payment. <laughs> um, you ask him what his name is, and he goes, "Is my name?" How do you spell that? Okay. Do, do you mind if I call you Buzz? No. Just for short? Bzzzt is my Ooh. name. All right, bzzzt. With will, a T. Bzzzt. All right, I will, uh, I'll let you go. My bro, I will call you bro for now. Here you go. Here's your payment. Um, bzzzt appreciates payment, and he, he eats it. His mandibles just kind of like crack <laughs> out and begin eating it. He'll be like... You're great. Uh, I'll see you later. Your food is great. Yeah. Awesome. He's just gonna walk inside. He's like, I'll see you later. He's prepared to go drinking, and uh, he's gonna have some fun tonight. All right. You all enter this tavern. Also, uh, Esperis is keeping an eye out if there's a more formal area or some kind of bellhop or something that would 
block the way to wherever Heliantos and the higher officers might be in this area. You walk into the twirly just in. You see a canopy of vines that hang in between trees offering shade. Open airspace. It's a very open airspace tavern with a felled tree that's kind of serving as the bar counter over uh, on the far wall. There's a variety of dew-kissed blossoms serving as taps for the nectar of the fae. You see swarms of honeybees. Uh, they're actually like holding, like their 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 formation is holding different trays, and they're delivering drinks and food to various tables. Uh, you see that there are stumps up by the bar on various moss-covered tables and stools throughout the entire canopy, and uh, as um, with with the passive investigation of the party here. Luden and Samson, you notice um, mostly common folk. You don't really see... They don't They don't look... They're lesser fae. Like, you don't really see any higher up. So no, no, no soldiers or anything like that? Mm-mm. Okay. Well, I will put up most oh, oh, you goals. would see, you would see like lower, lower. So, like, what I mean, like you don't see generals. Like you probably see oh, some perfect. soldiers. Oh, but, like, perfect! I was like, y- you, you would probably <laughs> see some, some soldiers, but you wouldn't see like any kind of like high-standing generals or captains or anything. So my people, all right. Uh, well, Luden will, I guess, make this known to Akron, but he'll go over to Esperis and be like, hey, um, I don't know if this is y'all's place, per se, uh. But you're welcome to stay and drink. Just letting you know, I don't, I don't see any um, kind of people. Yeah, but you have a good time. You do what you have to do. I will find my way. All right. And uh, he'll be like, "Do you want any powerful stuff that I can? I mean, I have, I still have the, you know." What? And he's gonna unhook the bag of holding, and he's gonna give it over gonna give it to Finn <laughs> and he's just gonna say now I have two backpacks yeah everything mostly with our party stuff in there trade whatever especially if you can get rid of some of the cursed items that'd be amazing I don't know if you could see through that anything like that but he likes powerful stuff got quite a lot of bit of powerful things in there so can I take Cynthia for good luck no let's Pray- go drinking Prayaria, are you just dressed in your normal garb uh, yep, traveling clothes. Okay. We need to make over Prayaria? Prayaria, you need hey. to look regal! Hey, Akron, I can I... I have anything for that. Yeah, Akron, can I buy you a drink? I owe you one from the prison. <laughs> yeah, you do. Where's some... Let's cash in on that. <laughs> Maybe your flower can make hey. you look cool. First Why are you rude. looking at me like that? You do, I don't. I didn't First of all, rude. Let's go. Knife at the shade witch. Hey, yo, wait up! Luden's Luden's gonna come along, and it's it's like uh, it's like the crappy hole in the wall all over again. But this time, uh, it's a it's, anyway. so <laughs> it's a good bar. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I don't want to have to. I don't want to have to have to wear shoes in here. <laughs> really? I don't think anyone. I don't think anyone here wears shoes. What are shoes? Yeah, a lot of people in here aren't wearing shoes. Oh, wait. So I guess you those see, boots I described don't exist. I'm not wearing shoes. <laughs> you, you. That s- looks super important. 
you see a variety of Fae. One, there's one Fae sitting at the bar um, with a, with a friend of hers. She has like these kind of like tattered raven uh, like wings. Another Fae, the, the Fae sitting next to her, um, very pointy ears, wearing a lot of like greenery uh, grasses that are kind of woven together. Little uh, like mossy kind of acorn hat. Um, you see a variety of like fawns kind of dancing and like some in the corner are like playing their lyre and flutes. Um, there are a couple red caps that are just kind of like having like a bit of a drinking, like who can drink the most drinking game over there. Uh, of, of course, there's some soldiers that are just like soldiers are kind of like off by themselves, um, uh, sitting in the corner, kind of like talking and drinking as well. Uh, Luden pops over to Samson and goes, "So, um, should we put on a show? I feel like we can speak up." And he'll look over to Akron. I think we could. I think we can bring the house down. I have enough gold to buy drinks for everyone. But I, we have the drinks, but we need a story. And who better to tell a story than... And he'll just look over to Akron and Samson. I can help, but I think y'all are a lot more good at talking with the Fae than I am. I think let's get their attention first. Let's just buy drinks and garner up a good, uh, a good atmosphere before we start our pitch. Yeah, I don't, so I don't know if we necessarily want to attract a lot of attention, for sure. Maybe it would be good for us to kind of like... Maybe have some drinks and then disperse and start figuring out what they know. Maybe like figure out okay. what kind of rumors they're speaking about, you know, and okay. then kind of show our own as well. You know, when they say, oh, I heard that, you know, you know, Prairie burned down Lex's house. And we say she fucking did. And it was great. And then like, we'll just hype them up. Or if they say something contradictory, we'll be like, that's wrong and you're an idiot and then correct them on their on their knowledge what do you guys what do you guys think i agree i agree you know how to deal with the fey way better than i do so that works for me i will go to the barkeep and i'll get us started and luda will walk up and he'll put how many and he'll go to the barkeep and be like excuse me hey what can i get for you how much would it be to buy a drink for everyone in here right Daniel, math. <laughs> By the way, while we're waiting for math, hello, hard knock dice. Thank you for rating. Thank you Welcome for the rating. We're about to get drunk. <laughs> yeah, so oh, thank you, Dylan, for the shout out. One half of our party is getting split and getting drunk with the common folk of the army getting in with the soldiers. The other half are going to go try to be fancy and also probably a little bit drunk with the fancy folk of the army and the lead general. But we're we're doing our best. A little lot of lot of blue Weird. collar, white collar stuff right now. Yeah. The humans are going to the poor for me. <laughs> oh hey, we we'll, lit over here. We'll we already drinking. Three hundred silver, say, whatever the equivalent let, of that. Yeah, is. I was about to say. Let's say there's a hundred people in this bar. Three we silver for drink. Yeah, we want to buy some of the good stuff. Three silver, three hundred. That's thirty. That's thirty, 30 gold, gold pieces. I will uh, give play. him ninety gold pieces. Now we'll sit there and All go. All right, Finlay. <laughs> oh yeah Is no i mean for the for the, uh, for the paper balloons and he'll be like listen i want i want you to slowly just start bringing drinks out to everyone at different times and when they ask who did it just say your queen is benevolent and generous and we'll take care of the rest 
Um, once that starts to run out or anything like that, just come over and let me know. I'll keep pumping gold into this place for you if you can do this for me. Um, by the way, out of character, Ludin is willing to spin up to 270 gold um, so that all of these people are getting drinks all night for free. And all they hear is the queen is benevolent and generous. Wait, was Helianthos? They're outside of the gloaming court at this point, right? Yeah, no. This is court. you're still in the summer court. Summer court. Yeah. Uh, the barkeep but, takes your ninety okay. going. He's like, oh, "All right, I wasn't expecting that this this day, but uh, yeah, uh, we'll get you the finest. You said the finest, so our special honey mead blend. Yeah, we can get that right you out know, for you. You know these people better than I do. I'm just the queen's servant here to spread the good news and the joy that she's back." And oh, that she's back! Hadn't heard that way. she was gone, <laughs> but I'll, I'll pass it along. Oh, hold, 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 hold! Do you hold. say I'm here to spread the good news? Yeah. Are you a witness? <laughs> <laughs> I, I witness what she did. Wait, 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 wait! <laughs> wait. When you say when you say the queen, they they do understand that you're talking about prey and not about. Yeah, no, that's why he said they're, wait. They're about to know. Yeah. He said, wait, and he says Akron. Come here real quickly. Why don't you spread the good news about the real queen? About, about the real queen. Yes, yes, the queen has indeed returned. The rightful queen of the gloaming court. You're aware of the uh, the Rithanawe family, I'm 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 guessing, right? The bartender just kind of like he starts pouring the drinks for for his uh, his bumblebee like his bumblebees to take off and he goes oh, yeah, I've I've heard of that Priaria and the Rithanawe family. Uh mm-hmm. Interesting you say that. I, I heard she doesn't even want to be queen. All the riffraff brought from the orchard. I heard she told them she would rather someone else lead. Really? Is that what you've heard? Yeah. And who did who did who did uh, who did you hear it from? And also, who does this person? Uh, who else is this person uh, that wants to lead? Who'd you hear that from? Oh, what? I didn't hear that anyone else was looking up to lead. I just heard I that see. she didn't want to lead. Ah, uh, but. I uh, see. Oh, well, I think you only heard the first half of that story. She said she didn't want to lead her people while they're suffering. So she must free them first, and then she will lead her people happily. Are you oh, they can be sure? By I, 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 I witnessed it. I Absolutely. Be so My friend, the revolution has already begun. Well, that's quite contradictory to what I've been I, hearing. I heard it was almost over. That's how well it was going. Did you hear well, about Elrixis's home? I I did indeed hear about her home. Uh, they say they took Elrixis's estate uh, because uh, their armory was too weak, and that the only thing that was the only thing that they could take. And they really? also found bodies at Elrixis's estate that the servants were slaughtered. Really? And that they're nothing more than thieving bandits. That they're trying to gain everyone's trust so they can rob them blind. Barkeep. I, I, I'm hating to say this, but I, I feel like you're not getting your information from a credible source. Look, and he pulls out like huh. of the, of the rest of his gold. He's like, and he puts it on the table. And he says, I was there. And he picks it back up and he says, this is from Elorixis's home. And this was just my take. Oh, the army's take. You know, I'm only a lowly servant. He, his, his, as you say that, his voice just like he gets really uncomfortable, and he looks to the soldiers and the, like in the corner, and he goes, um, 
I don't think it would be good to talk talk down about the Lord who gave us the information. Who's that? Probably Cucker Tarlson. <laughs> <laughs> I refuse to let that man be canon in any way in my fantasy. <laughs> He's like, oh, no, 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 no. Ludin goes, no, 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 I'm not speaking ill of the Lord. No. All I'm saying is... Well, you you were saying that you were there, but so was the Lord. Was he? The Lord? He was there in the orchard. He heard the whole thing. He heard the whole thing. Interesting. Yes, the Lord's returned. I'm sure you've heard. Are you not from around here? No. And that's why it was so interesting that I was able to get so much, you know, as a lowly servant compared to everyone else. All I, look, I'm not speaking against so the you Lord. Aren't what I would from say around here. So how what, would you know? What I would say, what I would say is, I was there, and all I can do is report on my experience of being there. I trained this beautiful, beautiful boy in persuasion. Does he get a check? Do I get my do insight? What? Does he get a persuasion check that I that I trained him in over over many months on board that ship? Sure, it's gonna be a hard one. I would have rather had Akron give him a help. Well, you kept talking. I wasn't gonna interrupt. You were no, no. I I was just letting it go. Let us figure it out. I felt like you were on a roll. You were just. But first, what I would say is, Luden would like to do an insight check on this guy. Yeah, how's he looking? Yeah, like I was gonna ask. What are you what are you looking for? I'm looking for what he's getting from us. Like, are these people serious? Are they lying? Are they how how seriously is he taking us right now? How receptive is he being towards Ludin's uh Ludin's? Yeah, because if, if it's sure, nothing, make an if insight check. Nat 20, because my ring blinks. So 28. A nat 20 on your insight check? Yep. Uh you get uh you get the sense as you like at first he was just at first when you first came in he was just kind of like oh interesting more stories about the the queen or whatever and uh-huh. as you've continued onward he just like he seems to like he seems to get more and more uncomfortable uh-huh. you recognize with your passive insight and your passive or with your passive investigation from that insight check you're a stranger Perfect. and you're asking yeah. an absolute like you're asking him to believe an absolute stranger after the lord of his like the lands that he lived in has uh-huh. proclaimed that this happened and the soldiers that are that he's that he's protected by are in the same room like he's like you're essentially coming in to talk about tyranny perfect luden is going to stop and he'll be like i got it i'll be right back and he's going to run out the bar he's going to Jump on his dragonfly. Or treason. Sorry, treason. <laughs> treason. He says, I got it. You two take care of this. And he's going to run um, out the bar. Uh, let that go. Because he obviously isn't doing a good job. And he's going to try and fly back up to Finn and them and see if he can catch back up and grab the bag of holding. It looks like he's going to need some proof of uh, their exploits. <laughs> so Luden will leave for a little bit. And try and let Akron and Samson clean up his mess. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, okay. Question. Um, do people look happy at this bar? Yeah, there are people drinking and like they, they're having a good time. This is the place that you come to have a good time. 
And you said there are soldiers? Mm-hmm. And, uh... Which and reminds me. Which reminds me, thank you. Um... Are you trying to be stealthy at all, any of you? No, I'm not. Am I trying to be stealthy? As the fact that I'm a human, or just... No, just... I don't... I can't... I can't give too much <laughs> without okay, divulging. I, what I will say is, my hood is up, so that they can't see my ears, and don't, like... No, I'm just... But I am not trying to be as stealthy as... I'm not screaming any of the stuff. I'm just talking like, like our half party party. who are looking for fancy people are being stealthy. But while we are thinking about these kinds of roles, I do want to give a big hello. <laughs> um, because we have raiders. Where are you raiders? The Vactar, the Vactare. I don't know how to pronounce it. You guys are new to us. Hello. Thank you so much for joining us. Hi. Uh, yeah, we're trying to we're trying to just a little light treason going on that's all and i have a light rebellion treason. we got it under control it's totally the first time 10 charisma so we're trying our best but you're proficient uh, in persuasion because of your ff your sister Luna. my girl my girl she got me um but yeah so like i said i'm being ish like, I'm not screaming all of this information out loud, but I am being flamboyant in the sense of pre-drunk Luden, let me put yeah, it Yeah, we're, we're certainly not stealthy. Okay. We're certainly not stealthy. No. Um, I do want to, I do want to get, I've heard some things about some misinformation coming from um, our bartender here. So I, I do want to take some time to maybe like, mingle in the crowd and get a sense of like what everyone else is saying too like what are the people here saying about what happened at Elrix's estate and the Rithanawe family and stuff okay like, make a perception check I believe we'll see. I probably hit a button for that 11 no sorry 13 okay uh, based on that, like, yeah, you get a general sense based on, um, they're, they're, the stories are pretty much aligned. Uh, you get the sense that these people were told all of this from, uh, one source. Fake news. <laughs> if there's, if there, if it seems to, there's a lord in the place that, or a lord in the, um, in the uh, at the orchard that's telling all this stuff, and there's there's a source. I'd like to identify it or ask those leading questions. You would um, you would also you would also hear about um, like the bodies, the body. There were there were bodies that were found at the estate. Kind of bodies. Yeah, kind of bodies. That's the all you hear. Bodies is what they said. The, the, the servant's body is what you said, but that's all you that's that's all you hear from the, the eleven. Well, um, I would like to uh hear okay, so so we're out, we're getting the vibe check off of all of these people and stuff, and especially um concerning uh the, the quote unquote bodies and the uh the servants. Uh Akron, you know, being his same old Barty self, you know, he's gonna uh pull out his little grass whistle. And start um playing a little tale of a uh, of of a uh, Meryl the Brave, and the story of how she Meryl the Brave once was a slave. You know, let's start off like that, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and um, 
you know, she spent days planning her escape until the day came that that Queen Prayaria and her band and her band of a uh, of a uh, silence warriors came and empowered the and empowered the people. And Meryl knew that now was the only chance that she had, and that her time had finally come. And how she had used and how finally she used the knowledge of of the estate and her at all of that time that she spent planning to not only help Queen Prey uh sack the um sack the estate but also made sure that every single uh that every single um servant got out completely completely safe and Miro's a real person you can go find her like and I will just I will I will uh spend my time spreading that story I'll make a performance check if I have to you know and uh, you know, just kind of seeing seeing how big of a crowd I can have. I'm I'm standing on tables. I'm getting all up in people's faces. I'm telling them this story, all dramatic, like so that and so so that people will leave here and and start spreading the story of Miro the Brave around to other people. I'm gonna assist by using like tomaturgy to like change the lights when he when Akron needs it. I'll make I'll do smoke effects, all kinds of stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, Give me a I, performance I'm, check, I'm both a, of you. Oh, I'm oh I'm a no. I'm definitely guiding people in to watch this performance. I am, oh, yeah. I'm, also, I'm, I mean, I am a so I'm gonna have like the firelight assembly come in if I can. Yeah. Keep all in mind. Keep in mind, all these people are getting free drinks, just all yeah. night long. Just so happen. going like, you want a free drink? Why don't you sit over there next to that performance right there? <laughs> I would actually say Luden definitely left to actually go get that bag of holding, but he also left to let you guys, like warn you guys the stories that are going around about Prey. And like, just basically all the information that he got quickly from that barkeep about what's going on and what's being said. Um, so he'll, as that whole like performance is going on, that's what he's doing. And he'll come back after the performance is done. But just so y'all know, that's what they saying about you. Let me take this back. I'll be back. I rolled 21. Oh, I hadn't even rolled you. Hang on. We had assistance, I think, at least twice over. Yeah, that's a 26 for Akron. Jesus. I'm barred, bro. The lights, <laughs> the lights dim and just like... Like Samson, you are essentially just creating the the, the perfect atmosphere for this tale. Um, smoke kind of f- f- like fly begins flying in at your feet, like you're walking on clouds. And like Akron's just begins playing his like little like grass whistle, and like sparks begin to fly out of the end of it. The the lights begin to dim and get bright very quickly. It is it is it is a beautiful and vibrant play that would impress even the most highly, highly, uh, highly um, admired critics from Dawn's Rise. What? Oh, oh and, and for the finale? It looks, it looks like for the, the truth. And for the finale, after after we tell the entire story, because um, I think uh, Samson has plant growth too. We both cast plant growth, and the uh, and um, a bunch of the uh, the flora fiore flowers begin to bloom, like the um, like the uh, oh, wow. burning to symbolize burning down the estate. Yep. And then they and then they burn away, and then these cool blue flowers start to appear everywhere to symbolize we pray. Uh, made the yep. whole made the whole place blue to be uh, back back to the Rithanawe family, and it's just. Mwah. At the end of this story, everyone is just clapping. Everyone in the bar. The barkeep is kind of like hesitant um, and and just kind of like keeps to himself. Everyone in the bar is clapping except the soldiers in the corner. 
Um, as as it finishes, or I would probably say during the performance, while your performance is going, um, they would actually stand up and leave. Oh, so would I see them when they yeah, left? Yeah, yeah, Loon, catch them outside. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's about five yeah. of them. Me outside. How about that? Yeah, uh, Loon, okay. Fuck them up. Luden, as you're out, when while you while you're being outside, you do watch as the as um, the soldiers kind of approach. Um, again, this is a like a open space tavern, so people can see out to where the soldiers are, and they begin uh, to leave. Uh, Luden will fall. Luden, okay, okay. Luden will get far back to where they can't perceive this. He's gonna cast Hunter's Mark on one of those soldiers. He's going to run back to the bar as fast as he can. And he's just going to scream it at, uh, scream at Akron and Samson and be like, Oh, wonderful story. Wonderful story. A lot of the people I think have missed your message. And he'll point over there and he will attempt to like, just go like, yo, the soldiers are gone. The people we need to talk to. <laughs> um, and he'll run back out the bar. Um, then just for the heck of it, because he doesn't know if they're going to follow him or not. Let me see how many spell slots I have left. Because they will see this. Well, uh, well, well, this happened. I'm, uh, I'll, then I'll talk to Akron after our story is done. I'll be like, I think you should probably follow Luden here. I'll I'll take care of things here. Make sure everybody gets the right, the right um, vibe. Yeah? Well done. Hey, couldn't have done it without my VFX team. <laughs> what I'm here for. Okay, how fast is Akron coming outside? Because I won't do this if you're not if you're coming out fast quick. You will or won't? Will not. I will save the spell slot. Oh. We'll save your spell slot. I'm here. Cool. What up, bro? Cool. Hop on the dragonfly. Let's go. And uh we're gonna fly above the soldiers, like really far up. I can see very well, and we're just gonna tail them. We'll figure out where they're going. Okay. Alright, give me a stealth check. All right. Do we both need to do one, or since we're on the dragonfly, can we just be... Natty. It's a natural 20. Yeah. It's a so natural the, 20. So the, while, while, while this happens, just be clear, I don't I don't know what's happened with Prey, Finn, and Esperis, but um, Samson's going to stay behind after the performance to handle any questions that the people may have, and he'll, he will adamantly correct all of the horrible rumors and fake news these people heard um, and correct them to the actual truth of how amazing the Rithnawe family is and Prairie specifically. www.vaccinetruth.com <laughs> <laughs> I, I help these people see the light. Uh, so, well, 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 Ludin and Akron are tailing. Um, what is Esperice and Finelai doing? From the, I believe that Finlay and Esperis and Prayari are all together. When we first enter in, before they start buying people drinks, from the beginning, I'm going to be, I think, assisting Prayari in investigation check. I'm just going to be checking, like, hey, we were hoping to speak to um, General, uh, some of the generals of the military. Uh, we have a, a, a position here where we might have some discussion with them. Just trying to persuade my way into getting some instruction of where the higher-ups are. I'm going to be assisting Prayaria because Prayaria is way better investigation than I am. I'm assuming Prayaria is just like, I don't know. Pray, how do you investigate? You just sniff the air for rich people? What's you, what are you doing? Sniff the air. Oh, she usually just picks a corner and um, 
listens for listens for chat um watches people looks for clues just uh it's just a little a little creep action from the corner somewhere <laughs> well you can't right. be creepy with me um i guess make an investigation check for me while you're making that check finalai who have you made the mental connection to who we're gonna keep in tap with throughout this evening <laughs> Probably oh Luden, because Luden's sevens. the one running back and forth. So we'll do Luden. Luden's the only one not in his chair right now. He is getting his oh. sandwich. <laughs> it looks like he's getting a sandwich. Hey, <laughs> what, what happened? I'm here. It was just the wind. It was so loud. Are we getting this out? What's up? Uh, we have a mental connection with you, so we can let you know when things are happening. You just hear Finn's voice in your head. <laughs> hey, okay. Lynn! Oh Everything's going good so far, I think. Then why are you talking to me? I don't know. I'm just, you know, updating you. Okay. How's yours doing? <laughs> Finn. Focus, please. Okay. Finn, you just hear like he's going through a tunnel because he's on a dragon fight. Like... <laughs> <laughs> needs to focus too so did we find anyone guys no. uh with the investigation ch- an eight um with an eight per with advantage, with advantage. Sevens both times you have a plus one to your investigation what the fuck Can I use insight to look around the room and see who I feel like would be connected to a higher authority figure? No, no, that's not. No, that was, you know what? That was a really, really good argument. No, (laughs) that's not. Well, let's just go up and ask somebody. How about that? Uh, I will ask, um... Who are you approaching? You can... Well-dressed gentleman in the room or gentlewoman in the room? Oh, they, they aren't, they aren't, this is, this is not Don's Rise. They, they are all a very, you know, like, common uh, linens. Well, I mean, and... like, I'm not talking about, like, a fancy gentleman, but somebody who is slightly more well-made armor, or I'm familiar with luxury goods, someone who maybe has, like, I don't know, ostrich skin or something that's more expensive but very durable. Just somebody who's spent a little bit more money. If anyone can sniff out money, it's Esprit Santia of the House of Oregon. <laughs> I think the rich people go to another bar. Um, okay. Uh give give me an investigation check, Esperis. Okay. Does anyone want to assist me in any way? Yeah, yes. I'll look around too. Okay. We'll triple assist you. That is a nat 20. Standing in the corner and God staring people down in an intimidating <laughs> fashion doesn't work. So Esprit starts branching out with Finn at her side to like just go, how are you doing tonight? Oh, that's so wonderful. How about you? And just like grapevine our way through the crowd until we find somebody who looks rich. I they hate that you rich. roll a natural 20. Okay. You. <laughs> well, sorry, DM. I did. You. <laughs> You begin you begin walking around searching for someone. They all of these people are wearing all of these people are wearing just common clothes. Nothing no one's wearing the only armor you saw was on the soldiers. However, you smell something. You smell your perfume. <laughs> <laughs> 
on someone else. There is a very, very um, rosy-cheeked uh, young maiden of a fae. She has kind of like ruffled little peregrine wings, and she's just kind of like uh, sipping a drink with her friend, um, and they're just kind of giggling and laughing with one another. Ice is going to take a moment, kind of ruffle, finalize hair, fix her own, like, get those cheeks out, depending on... We don't know what the sexuality of this young rosy-cheeked woman is. We're both going to be prepared for whatever we have to do. Is that what Esprit says? <laughs> be prepared. Be prepared? Uh, we're just going to see what she has to say. You look good. Oh, yeah. yeah. You look great. You've got a little growing in there. Really? A little bit, yeah. Oh, awesome. It looks very good. Okay. Maturing <laughs> in the Feywild. wild. <laughs> gonna guide him afterwards. Hi. Oh, hi. I don't mean to interrupt anything. Hello. Well, hello. Um, I've never seen you in here before. I am Barisa of the House of Arete. I, I don't know if you're familiar with me. Oh, I actually am. I, um, when my sweetheart, uh, she gave me a perfume bottle. I came all the way from the mortal realm. No, really? Yes! It's very embarrassing. This is our first time in in the Feywild. We're relatively new here. I am from the mortal realm myself. I am pretty well acquainted with the house of Orete. How did you come across that name? Like, like what brought you to the house? Honestly, I, I'd never heard of it before. But Eliana, she she's one of the generals. She She bought it for me. Had it imported all the way across realms. Gave it to me. Is Eliana with you tonight? Oh, no. She's she's up with Helianthus's estate. But I'm hoping that maybe... Maybe I'll see them soon. Oh, that's so sweet. No, that's so sweet. That's so lovely. Are you here tonight with them? Or are you just you know, waiting for them to come down? Or uh... What was that? Sorry. Are you waiting for them to come down, or honestly, I? Oh well, it's... I'm not supposed to drop names. I know it's a little bit dramatic, but I I do hate a little bit of business with Eliana tonight. I, I was asked to be here. Do you want me to ask if Eliana would, you know, come down, share a drink, or, or are you playing it cool? Honestly, I would love to see her, but <sighs> it's wartime, nasty business, really, and she's been holed up in that house most of this time. Oh well, she wasn't. The whole time, she actually just returned from uh, some uh, martyr's estate. He's been gone for quite a while. Did she say anything about her trip? Oh, just returning. They returned, but thank goodness that she gets to stay and she's not part of the half of the army that's not staying here. Okay, okay. I'm so sorry. I've had a little bit of sparkling wine and I am feeling, I'm so sorry, this is my boo here and I'm feeling very romantic. <gasps> if, if you would like us to, I have some business with Heliantus here. If you want me to send Eliana your way, I am feeling, you know, I am feeling the love connection in the air with all the military victories that have been happening in the summer court. 
I, would you like us to send Eliana your way? If, 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 if you are in high regard as you say, I mean, and you are an Antia, uh, I love your perfume. Um, I would absolutely, I would love it if you, maybe you could get her out of having to deal with all that war business for maybe one evening so that she could spend it with me. So lovely. That's so lovely, isn't it, Finlay? Absolutely. We can definitely do that. We would do anything for love. Yes, absolutely. Could you point us in, in, in her direction? We got on a little bit turned around. Again, sparkling wine. Ooh. Oh, Helianth, this is a state. It's actually just right down the road. It's in the center of the hamlet. Thank you so much. Oh, what was your name? Oh, Vinny. Vinny. Vinny, thank you Vinny. so much. You look so kind of you. Let me just write that down. Eliana, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you so much for speaking with us. Of course. Um, again, it was... What what a coincidence meeting you here after, no. across plains of, of, of all places. I Don't know you think so, Shelby? works in mysterious ways. And I think part of it is that on some level, I believe that the weave wants us to be happy. It wants you and Eliana to have a beautiful evening together. Oh, I do believe in fate. I do, I do, I do. Wonderful. Don't you, Shelby? <laughs> we were just talking about that. Would you like a drink? Shelby and I have been talking about Eliana the entire time. <laughs> it's wonderful. <laughs> I believe that our hand and the machinations of fate is to make sure that Eliana finds her way to you this evening. Oh, very well. Right you are. If And if you're able to pull that off, that would be amazing. You know, girl to girl. Thank you so much, sweetheart. I'm going to kiss her on both cheeks. And unless Finlay has anything else to say, I'm just going to, I'm going to grab Prairie. Have a drink on us. And Finn's going to get up and be like, wow, that was a, <laughs> you're really good at this. I mean, we already know you were great at this, but wow. You played her like a fiddle. Wow. What did you find? No one in the houses. We're going to head in that direction. Also that half of the army is leaving. Did you hear that? No. Entirely certain where they're going, but I, I I don't know what their position is going to be. Hopefully, we can get there from Heliantos. Mm. Oh, great. The army heavens. just loves to leave, doesn't it? Not if we get to him first. Do you have anything from the other half, Finalaya? Sorry, what? Do you have anything from the other half? Do they know where the other half is going? No, I don't know. She just said that she was glad that Eliana was staying and the other half was leaving. Well, uh, uh, keep checking in with Eludin and, and, and Samson Nakren and see if they have anything. Oh, the other half of our group. Here, let me check. Ludin, hi! Why do you keep doing this? Any like, updates? <laughs> we have an update. Half of Eliantha's, uh army might be leaving, but we're not sure why. So we're going to check. Okay, that is disconcerting. Yes, I know. Anything else? Uh, yeah. So, am I? Do I see anything in the distance on where all these soldiers are walking to? Please tell me it's not the estate that they're walking to. Uh, you, as you're flying, um, you do see in the distance this massive estate and a very large encampment. Actually, the <laughs> estate, not Samson's estate, right? Oh yes. yeah, I think I think I think we're our mission 
is going to lead us to the same spot, personally. Oh, that'd be so cool if we could see you there. Maybe. Nah, you don't want to see me there, but you'll know I'm there by the rumors, hopefully. Um, okay. Regardless, it sounds like we're all heading to the estate. Cool, see you there. Are you flying high or low? High. I have okay. beautiful bird eyes. Uh, okay. And so I'm looking around at everything, making sure nothing sees us. We are in the freaking clouds. And I'm like sitting, like, Akron is just chilling, but I am, I'm doing my best to see it's and hear not, everything. Now, it's not cloudy. Oh, it's not cloudy. It's, it's not just cloudy. Sunny. It's, it's the summer just, court. It's just the summer court. How, uh, are there trees and stuff around? That's why I asked if you, if you were flying high or low. Well, I thought there were clouds. If there are no clouds, then I'm then not fly flying low? high. Okay. I will fly, yeah, I will fly low. Okay. <laughs> then give me stealth checks, please. Oh, wait, you already, rolled, you already rolled a stealth. Yeah, sorry, 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 sorry. You already rolled, sorry. You already rolled a stealth. I, I, I remembered after I, after I said it. Okay. No, I was like, fine. oh no, no somebody's fine. looking for us. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're just, we're just following. And I guess, like, if we see where they're going, there's no point in us staying on. Um, uh, Saludin will hop off and he'll be like, you got this dog. I'll call you later if I need you, but go have fun, man. It's the summer court and you got good berries. He obviously probably can't even understand what Ludin's saying at this point because my spell is definitely more Okay, off. I was about to say. But <laughs> but it's it's completely fine. Me and Bzzz have that kind of connection. Um, and then he'll look to Akron and he'll be like, want to summon your steed? Yeah, of course. He'll summon his feet. <laughs> All right. And then he'll be like, I got two pass without a traces. Whenever we get up there, I mean, I assume we're going to be starting rumors like crazy. Are you ready? Oh, yeah. You'll give him a fist bump. And in this moment, he kind of like thinks about like him and Ermir doing these kinds of crazy things. He gets sad for a second. <laughs> but he's like, <laughs> Hey, my boy's still alive. He'll look at his bow, click it, and turn it into a, a, a sword sheath, and he'll be like, Oh, that's a cool-looking thing. It's like, yeah, I can't wait for you to meet him. <laughs> Let's go. And then we'll start riding. Um, I guess uh, we're going to ride to the, their thing. Um, and I guess we'll wait on if anybody else The rest shows of up you? Like yeah. Are the but, rest like, of you uh, regrouping to join? Ludin says that we might see them there. So it sounds like they're being pretty successful. The goal was for them not to be there. Yeah, I know. But they tend to make their own choices. That's fair. Well, so long as they are comfortable, as long as we get to have a conversation with Hiliantus and his uh, higher officers, everything is fine, yeah? True. So do we need to dress prey in something different? <laughs> do you want to pray? You could wear something cool with even more pockets. I don't want to dignify him with the... <laughs> That's a message in and of itself. If you don't need, if you don't want to, you don't need to, I feel. Yeah, you don't have to. I think this will be sufficient. It doesn't seem like uh, being showy uh, is 
would be good for everyone around here to see. I don't think they think highly of me. That's true. I guess we should probably just, you know, act like he should be thanking us for being there. Ashley's going to nod and, and tuck her hair behind her ear and kind of tap something on the back of her head. And her ears are going to grow ever so slightly longer. Her eyes are going to grow slightly more golden and more flecks of turquoise and fey energy within them. Her dress is going to float a little bit more in the breeze. But otherwise, she looks the same. Just that extra little... She looks a little bit more fey, a little bit less half fey. But otherwise, she looks the same. Completely agree. Are we ready to go? What do you mean you agree? You just made yourself look way better than us, and now we look even uglier. <laughs> you both look absolutely lovely. It is more, don't want to invite questions, you know? I mean, we're not trying to impress anyone in there. Okay, well, let's... Not that way. Probably true. All right, let's go. We're gonna go on fucking foot while everybody else has their fucking grass horses and dragonflies. <laughs> hey, so we're gonna walk. Hey, hey the only way to travel, baby. Hey, boost is up in the air. You can talk to him. You can be like, Finn has the thing that can talk to animals. Bzzz knows you guys. I mean, we're like 30, 60 feet in the air. <laughs> Y'all got like at least five good berries left. Do you want me to try and get a dragonfly or a butterfly? We look like we are trying to approach on a more subtle level, but uh, whatever Prairie feels is right to do. I'm, I'm comfortable walking. If, um... Okay. Let's go. So you all regroup and begin making your way to Helianthus' estate. You're walking and walking, and eventually the estate comes into view. The glorious villa. You see vibrant rose bushes leading up to a magnificent mansion, covered in crawling vines, blooming vibrant yellow buds. Well-kept hydrangea bushes line the pathway leading up to the estate, a beautiful fountain sits in the front of the estate, and you see a series of sirens just kind of stretching their arms upward, hair flowing freely around their bodies, luring sailors to their doom. Go ahead, sorry. I would love you to compare and contrast the beauty of Kilianthus' estate to the Arete estate. Oh, okay, I thought you were going to say Samson, because I already had that on. <laughs> oh, uh, Samson! <laughs> Lad- Real quick, we just got raiders. Did we get raiders again? Oh my god, so much love tonight. Hello, bro. Gamers, hi guys. Thank Welcome. you. Thank you. Right. We are uh, we are currently going to uh, the place where we want to uh, do a, a coup. Early, so- imagine us all wearing t-shirts that say "Eat the rich." I feel <laughs> like that's the vibe. Am I wrong? <laughs> <laughs> We want to kill him too, but we'll get yeah. there. You approach the estate and, and you see lattice windows reflect the sun back out towards you, all from this very heavily guarded building. The guards themselves are equipped with elaborately forged plate armors reflecting the sun back kind of in your eyes, even at this distance. Their curved blades at their hips uh, patrolling the area. There are hundreds here. At the very least, too many to count. Uh, the army you saw on Samson's estate has indeed settled near here. 
and you do notice half that army is already missing. The army that left with Helianthus, the rest of it, uh, the other half remains. So only half of his army is here. You are stopped at the gate and far from the entrance of this home and about 500 feet away, possibly, as uh, this kind of this kind of estate, of course, has a very long kind of pathway entrance to the front door, kind of lined with cherry blossom trees. So you the, the, the estate is like still like 500 feet away just from the gate. It's <laughs> we want to before we reach the point where we're talking to some kind of concierge <clears throat> or like bouncer. Do the folks who want to be meeting with the military want to branch off, or are we all going as a group? Instead? Oh, no. We we would have met y'all beforehand, before y'all even got near there, because if we were going to wait, I mean, we were just going to wait until we saw y'all. We, we would have came up on the horse and been like, states that way, soldiers went that way, toward, like, he's not going to point towards the estate, and he'll be like, everybody got the plan down. Um, and did somebody tell Samson? Samson's back at the, uh... Yeah, no, but Samson should be here, because this is where, you know... Samson's back at the bar. We kind of left him. Samson, yeah, where like are I'm, you? You left Samson. <laughs> I'm, I'm having... You know I left Samson. There was only room for two on the dragonfly. We I'm, ha- I'm having very important conversations. I'm having very important conversations about how great Prairie is and how awesome okay, everything well, went at the estate. Tell them yeah, we're near the estate and Shiznit. Okay, cool. Uh, do, you, do you guys need me for anything? Yeah, we need you always. Can you hurry up? Uh, okay, so is it important? Is it important? We would like to know where the other half of the military is, and we want to make sure the active members of this military are willing to side with us should it come to that. Okay, really uh, I'll ask around. I'm going to ask around for the people in the bar with me. Oh, man. <laughs> like, hey, I thought there were supposed to be more of you people around. Like, Yeah, you get you get a variety of like, oi, they left. And you're like, where? I don't know. Where? I'm not in the military. You should ask what direction they went. That way. That yeah, way I asked that. <laughs> surely, surely one of these people that I've met that I've developed such rapport with would know what direction they went or maybe was friends with someone in the military and knew what orders they would want to. Okay. You give me a persuasion check. Stranger. I'm great. I'm, I'm great. I'm not a stranger. <laughs> hey. I, rolled a, I rolled a 21. I'm not a stranger. They're all drunk anyway. I bought them lots of drinks. Yeah. You, you receive the information that they are heading in the direction towards the gloaming court. Mother, father, father, like, 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 as reinforcements. I follow up my this this unknown source that I have. There's no way to know. Like, these are common folk. They just know what direction they're moving in. You have no idea you know whether what? it's to attack or to join. No, we're killing. They're not. I I'm gonna make my own inferences. I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call back the phantom back. I think they're heading to help Elrixis. We all see Finn's face. <laughs> Why? These people are idiots. I don't know. Sorry, it's fine. That wasn't meant for you to hear. <laughs> see, Samson you, says, you hear it very loud. <laughs> Finn? Ah. 
<laughs> Samson says that half the army's going off to help Elrixus. Maybe we can maybe we can clarify this with how no, we want this. No, this is this is this is this changes everything. But, but, but we have to clarify it, right? What's to clarify, Finn? He's obviously going either to try look, we've put together all the information that we found at this point. Somebody says that Priaria doesn't want to remain. Somebody says that uh, uh, somebody says that you know Prearia absolutely murdered all these people at Elrixis's home. Like these these aren't good things towards Prearia. And then on top of that, he brings his whole army back here, and then sends half of them to the court. It sounds like it sounds pretty cut and dry that this man is siding with Elrixis. Everything is going to be okay. Hmm. He's right, though. It does change things. I'm going to make it work. The people who work under this man, they're not bad people. They want the best for themselves and their people and their soldiers. And if they are being fed misinformation, if we provide them with the truth in a way that they can understand and in a way that they can find to be true, I trust them to make the right choice. And if they don't, I'm going to cut my eyes to Luton. We will make sure that the right choice is made. Um, again, it does change everything. It seems like uh, I was going in there. You know, we we're going to go in there to try and talk a lot more. I will say... I will be looking more to sabotage and make sure things can't go further if talking goes bad. Um, we can't let him have his full army at the very least. And anything we can do to slow them down before they get to the to the actual, you know, uh, barricade, whatever we call it, I, f- I forget what it's called, um, place will be the best things that we can do. At least our army is already on the way, but the worst, absolute worst thing that could happen, guys, is if they meet our army there and they get attacked from both sides, then we have no army. Whatever we do, we have to do very, very quickly. That's why I'm just a little frazzled. I do trust you, though. Be- believe me, I, I I trust. I think that you can do this, but I think that we can't spend more than we need to put a, a time timer on this. We need to we need to at least warn our army. Well, if, if I don't if I don't convince the commanding officer by tonight, then plan B. Yeah. Then what? Plan B. B. If they don't join us, do we have, do we know what we will do? Uh, sabotage as much as we can, put as much stuff on fire and get it to our people as fast as we can. I feel like Samson would probably know a little bit better than this. We need to relay with him. Um, we need him. If there's, 
Look, I can, I can, I can make plans all the time. I don't know the Feywild. Um, but at this point, the only thing we can assume is the worst, right? Because if things go, if, if we don't assume the worst and they get there and, and they slaughter everyone, there is no more war. There is no more coup. And this all goes back to you, Prayer. You are in charge, but I'm, I'm really worried here. I understand. I don't like anything we've learned tonight. But first things first, we need to know who knows what. Soldiers likely just taking orders. Um, the higher ups, the ones that we're trying to convince. How much of what Helianthus is planning do they know? And of course, what is Helianthus planning in the first place? Okay. Well, if that's what we want to know, you guys are, your goal is to have dinner with them at any point. Akron, can you make yourself look like one of the soldiers? I can't. And matter of fact, I don't really want to. I don't um, think I have illusion stuff. Does anyone? I think think Esperice made me look like someone last time. Thank you, Gut Punch RP, for the raid. Esperice is going to, in this moment, pull out her hairpin. She's going to be wearing a very similar outfit to what she was previously wearing, but green and flowing and not the the clothing of an acolyte of Remblace. And she's going to hand it to Ludin and to Akron. This was created by a dear friend of mine. You take a bit of time with it. He can disguise you as anything you'd like. Here, and Ludin will give it to Akron, and he'll be like, I guess your mission is find out your orders. Find out where you're supposed to be going, where uh, the other members of the army are going, why you guys are doing this. I will be around, um, cast light on anything, and I'll know to start burning things down. They're not going to see me. Um I think Esperis, Finn, Prey, until until we know anything, we can't really say anything to you. Um, Finn, keep checking in with me every hour or two. I don't know. I got you, and I will be around to hear whatever Akron is saying and things of that nature. I got that. Whenever Samson comes back, we can get a little bit more solid plan. Um, We're going to let him get more information, I guess, there. But for now... Uh, we gain information, but we do it fast before before it's too late. How does that sound? Sounds like a plan. Sounds precarious. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good luck. Stay safe. And uh, we're going to get through this. Come on, Akron. Hop on his horse. Yeah, he'll um before he he'll, he'll just glance over at Esperice. 
just reflecting on the conversation they had before and just like just give her like a like a knowing nod like hey i got you it's gonna be all right when you look at esperice she's clearly wearing extremely different clothing than every time she has talked to you before and what <laughs> clearly she was using some kind of disguise item to make herself appear as Man, you guys have just the coolest magic items. Where do you find this stuff? Like, <laughs> you're gonna love them when she nods at you. She takes your hand, clenches it for a moment, and sends you on your way. By the way, if you see a light arrow come through the window, it means we've gone through Plan B, and we are absolutely. You should probably get out of there because we're starting fires. Phew, by the way. When, uh, <laughs> I, I, the, at the information I got from the people the, at the tavern, I'm going to go ahead and message S- Samir, use my special Zodiac sending ability. Okay. Just cast sending Samir. I'm going to tell him that I'm telling half of Heliantha's forces are on their way to Larixis now. Be careful. They left the estate, left the estate, head straight there. You just hear the response. Shite. All right. I'll tell Lawson. We'll get on it right away. You stay safe too, mate. That's it. I'm going to go, I'm going to go, I'm going to see if I can find where they were. I know they were heading to the Helianthus estate up. Probably been here before. I'm all over the place. That's where I live. I'm so go find them. You all are approaching Helianthus. Uh, uh, other than Akron and Luden, the rest of you are approaching Helianthus's estate. Is that correct? Yeah. I mean, Esperis is. I mean, I guess she isn't as fake looking as she wanted to be, but she's, you know, trying to up it up as much as she can without her disguised self pin on. You look perfect. As you, you approach, presence as an as a as a trait. <laughs> what? Do you yeah, have fae presence? No. Damn it. She's fully <laughs> not a fae. <laughs> she's part. She's part fae, but she's just she's hot. hot. She has no other mechanical benefits. Uh, um, and she's not even as hot as most of the fae are. She's only hot. She's the kind of hot that you see when you go in the mall and you go, "Wow," but not <laughs> like when you're at a Victoria's Secret. Fashion show. She's like a normie in the crowd there at this point. So like she's like an Atlanta like nine or she's ten. She's an Atlanta, but an LA, but an LA six or seven. She's an she's an LA seven Atlanta ten. <laughs> I got you. Yeah. Oh God. No she's shout out to a, shout out to Atlanta. Yeah. Shout out to all the Atlanta teams out there. We all wear Ariana. <laughs> you, all of you are attractive. Very attractive. <laughs> oh my God, it's so sorry. You, uh, you approach the gates, and immediately, of course, um, of the f- of the six guards that are uh, at this gate, and the many that are patrolling the lengths of it, um, you of course get the halt. State your business and name. Chris is going to kind of throw her glance around to make sure everyone's on the same page of that she is going to do this. Hi, I am Risa of the House of Rete. I'm a representative of the House of Ritunawe. Um, we were hoping to have some kind of conversation with your leader, Eliantus. Uh, reconciliation for the most part. He gives a side glance to 
the two officers standing next to him and and looks back at you. Right. Just be a moment. Uh, Thank you very much. If you could... I'm not sure. His, and his face is just very hard and um, stern and and yeah. If I could express on on behalf of the returning crown, I regret that things were left off the way that they were, and we would very much like to improve the relationship between the two houses. Is this a deception check? Yes. Deception check, please. Is this a deception check? <laughs> deception checks are weird, so. It's going to be a 21. I got an 11. Right. I had heard that it didn't go too well. Very uh, noble of your returning. Of course. Uh, with respect above all else, Heliantos and his military strategy, we hope to improve relationships, you understand? <clears throat> he kind of like pulls his pulls his britches up a little bit, like straightening out his back. He's alright. I'll let the Lord know. We'll stay. You'll stay here until I uh, been granted word that you're allowed to pass through. And he makes his way in through the gate, and the rest of the guards just kind of step in front of where he was, kind of crossing their arms. The uh, guards along the sides just kind of like begin looking around. Um, and uh, some of them whisper to one another, and they send them down the line of the fence. I'm gonna hmm. fucking subtle spell message for a little bit to Finalai and uh, Samson and Priaria just to make sure we can have this conversation privately. So I am fully planning to suck up so hard until I get the chance to speak in front of everyone. Unless there is something communicated that you all would like. I think that's probably the best course of action, it sounds like right now, because it's going to be hard getting even through that door. It is best I stay silent. Just let us know if you need us to do anything. Are you all right? Did I make it? You make it, yes. You make it. <laughs> yeah, you're part of the group that I'm making sure you don't have anything yes. else you're to express other than sucking up and then trying to convince them at the last moment. You all wait, and eventually the guard does return, and he just kind of like nods um nods to his fellow guards and they in kind of silent communication that they understand from one another and he just kind of like jerks his head uh, inward for you guys to follow him thank you we appreciate it very much the rest of the guards just kind of uh, some of the along the end ends as you begin to make your way in begin to move and kind of uh, move around you to kind of make sure that nobody wanders off um, and they follow you uh, into the estate uh, you're not led inside the house as you're kind of making your way. You are led to a kind of garden courtyard area alongside the state with columns and arches that kind of lead, uh, lead out to a kind of stone carved gazebo surrounded by cascades of black dahlias and, uh, the vibrant kind of pistil of the flower contrasting beautifully with the pellet petals. 
you see orange lilies kind of grow on on top of the roof of the gazebo, kind of pouring down the sides uh, to the moss below. And uh, you're kind of told, all right, if you'll wait here, the Lord will be with you momentarily. And uh, they don't leave. They just stand there and, like, watch you. Faith is beautiful. Um, very lovely. <clears throat> They don't respond. They just kind of like <laughs> uh, clear their throats and just kind of like waiting impatiently, avoiding eye contact. You uh, you wait for a few minutes, and eventually, the Lord Himself, Helianthus, begins to stride out from the estate down that corridor that you had recently passed through uh, of the arches to the gazebo, and he walks up to you all within uh, within this small space. And as he does, he uh, you notice a small the small necklace around uh, like kind of hanging right above his clothes on his neck. And it begins to glow. And he looks around at you all as he approach. Like initially, he, he he begins to approach, and he's like, "Well, isn't this a surprise? I wasn't expecting to see you all here today." And he walks up the few steps and stops and looks down, and then he looks back up at you all, and his eyes go from Prearia to Samson to Finelai to Luden, to Akron, and then they Being land there. on you, Esperice. And he tilts his head, and he looks down at the necklace and then back at you. I'm sorry, what was your name? I am Risa of the House of Arete. I am a speaker on behalf of the Lady Priaria. He kind of smirks a little bit. Risa. Yes. Is that short for another name? No meaning, yes. Are you Heliandus? He just smiles at you as if your question is ridiculous. The yellow carnation has returned home. I see. Didn't expect you to look the way you do. But you did tend to play with the buttercups as a child, and they do suit you well. Everyone! Uh, Akron, Finelai, Prey, and Esperis, with your passive insight, you may make a nature check. Yeah, me and Oh, sorry, sorry, not Akron. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> we sorry. out here... So, Finelai, Prey, and Esperis, you may make a nature check. Did he take my brother's necklace or something? Am I there there too? What is happening now? It's daddy-daughter detection, baby. This? Wait, wait. I want to clarify. I'm there with Prey, Finn, and Esperis. It's me, Finn, Prearia, and you who are in this group. Unless you wanted to go with the other two. Nope. Okay. We're making checks? No, no, no. Inside checks, right? 
I got a 26. What's going on? With your passive. This has my genetic traits necklace now. With with your passive insight and your passive investigation and all the information that you learned, Esperice, your mother told you that Helianthus has her trapped. Yeah. And you get the sense. That's where she is. And you kind of feel that warmth radiating out from it. And there's a familiar feeling, and you smell the familiar smells of that dream that you had down by that pool. And it just flashes and glows a little bit brighter as it's closer to you. And you sense your mother's soul. I would like to make a deception check. As though Esperice has no idea what he's talking about and doesn't know what the necklace means. Sure. As though she doesn't know that she is his daughter and she oh. is half of Prearia. Okay. I guess that would make, okay. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. She Go wants ahead. to continue along with the so that, wounds that so that, she does not know that he is her father. So that um, it, you're 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 uh, you're making the I case. I want him that, to think that he has the upper hand on me. Okay, gotcha. Go ahead okay. and make that deception che- check. While you do that, what were the nature checks, please? Seven. <laughs> Finn, you don't know shot. When twenty. Uh, okay. And Esperis, what was your nature check? My nature check? Uh, my nature check was a 19 plus, so a 20, 24. Okay. Also a 24. Okay. All right. Um, everyone but Finn. <laughs> uh, with your nature check, just kind of rewinding for a moment, when he mentions the yellow carnation has returned home, and he talks about how Esperis used to play with buttercups as a child and that they suit her well. That sounds very sweet, but given your understanding of nature, you know that buttercups are often a flower that you might like as a child and therefore are associated with childish, in like infancy, uh, immaturity, and they're silly flowers. They, they represent ingratitude and childish behavior and unfaithfulness, and they aren't classy flowers as they are invasive and a pl- prolific weed. <laughs> when he's called on not understanding what this guy's talking about and I'm just an innocent guest in his house who doesn't know that he has the upper hand on me I got a 19 okay um, and we'll get to that in a second uh, with the yellow carnation when he calls her the yellow carnation yellow carnations are a flower that symbolize rejection and disdain and they represent disappointment, sadness, and are usually given to people who you dislike or that you want to break up with. So those of you who rolled high enough, except, of course, Finelai, you know what he means when he calls her these things. And anyone... It sounds very nice and beautiful to call her such flowers, but... It's not. And he stands there before you, and you got a 19... Yes. Um, his face is like 
flat. You have no idea if he thinks you know or not. But his face is just flat, and he just kind of smiles up at you all, or up at you, and he just, he waits. He'll he'll wait for a response. I appreciate it. We just came through here. It appears that your shoulders are enjoying a very well-deserved night's respite. Uh, we were hoping, oh, on behalf of the Ritanawe family and all those who serve her, uh, that we might have a chance to, to share dinner with you, my lord. And your generals, if they are with you, your um, seconded command, as it were. He smiles at you all and kind of lingers on your remark, Esperice. And his eye, like, he never looks away at you, Esperice. He continues to stare at you. And it's piercing and uncomfortable, as if, as if looking through a magnifying glass and searching for every flaw and imperfection, it is raw and stripping and just ever so uncomfortable. And he continues, uh, feast. That can be arranged for the evening. Exceedingly generous. We would be more than happy to reimburse you or to provide what we can once, of course, a prayer written away is on the throne. He continues to smile at you. A feast can be arranged, and uh, you are welcome to stay in the guest house while preparations are made. Beautiful, spacious, its own uh, greenhouse sunroom should be comfortable for you all. Lots of buttercups. So exceedingly kind. Thank you so much, sir. At what point do you think that dinner might be ready for us to share with you? We'll retrieve you when it's ready. You, uh, what is your passive perception? Let's see. Uh, good. Other people who are with me have much better. Prayaria and mm-hmm. Finali, while this is happening, this conversation, this very tense moment between Esperice, I mean, there is just like an energy between her father and, and her as this conversation is taking place. You kind of glance up in the window um, on, this, on the third floor of the estate and you do see Avril. And he's just for a very flash second, he's just kind of looking out and his eyes are wide and like, with your passive insight, Finali, he looks terrified and worried as, like, worried as all fuck. Like, he, he is terrified. And he, he sees you look up at him, and he just immediately, like, uh, le- like disappears within the window um, behind the curtains. And the guard, and he, Helianthus looks at you. Right, well, I'll make preparations then. JV will, uh, Show you to the greenhouse. And he, uh, he lingers on you for one more moment, Esperice. And he turns and walks away. Two guards following behind him, and the other six es- now uh, moving to escort you to this greenhouse guest house. Esperice is going to go to the lead one and be like, Shavy, was it? And form polite conversation and be at the front, taking the attention of the guards so that the rest of her more strategic party can figure out if there's something else they need to do other than allay suspicion, which is her main role here. 
Can um can I do a perception check just around to see kind of the or maybe it would be insight to see what the vibe of the guards as we pass is? Are they like this would be more of that would be more of an insight check. You you can certainly roll for that. Um just the vibe of the guards. Yeah, to see like are they I don't know, like get the kind of overall atmosphere. Sure. Okay, 30. Yeah. Um they are every single guard, the one not not even the ones that are escorting you. Every single guard is watching you like a hawk, and every now and then um, you'll see um, just one that you that you didn't know was kind of like hiding, um, kind of along the side behind one of the pillars, and they 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 have their eyes on you. They are watching you like a hawk. So everybody they are in the- very alert of your presence. Okay. Everybody in the party will hear. All eyes on us. We are surrounded. They look really, really tense as they're watching us. So they will just keep everyone updated. Yeah, they they look they look tense. They look on edge. Um, they yeah they don't look relaxed by any. They don't look relaxed by any sense of the word. As further as far from relaxed as humanly possible or fa- so, fairly possible. I'm <laughs> guessing they did. They looked like they weren't expecting us either. Like they're surprised that we're here. No, they don't look surprised. Hmm. They don't look surprised at all. Did I'm they, going to. Did we I'm hear gonna, that? Just making sure you said everyone in the party. It's just everyone over there. The oh. four of us, probably. Right? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sure. I'm gonna. Oh, I'm you gonna, still had the you had the Kalashtar attachment with uh, Luden, right? Are you still tapped into that, or are you I, only I, with the members who are currently here? I guess I could send it to Luden too. I think that's possible. I mean, you don't have to. I was just wondering. <laughs> If it's physically, what, what, what if it's possible, then yes, I will send it. But I think unless you decided to shift your Kalashtar mind meld to one of the people who's with you, it would mm. still be with Luden. So do you think you would have changed it to one of the people who's with you? Or would you still have stuck to Luden who's separate from us for now? No, I think I'll stick with Luden because they, they just become best friends. They're best friends they, and they, they gotta be mind melded. Friends. It's like a pinky swear to get into the mind meld now. It's like a friendship bracelet. Did you yeah. do a pinky swear with Cynthia or did you do it with Luden? Oh my god. With Luden. <laughs> <laughs> you uh you all I'm gonna, go ahead. I'm gonna I'm gonna lean over to I'm gonna I'm gonna look at Esperis and like kind of like lean over towards Prioria because I'm right beside Priori on the left. I'm like didn't we have a meeting tonight? Would tomorrow for the feast be better? Perhaps we should, maybe we can leave, stay at the tavern, come tomorrow. Would that be better? I know, I know we, it's already late in the day. I would hate to put Helianthus in his household at uh, uh, any kind of inconvenience. Are you talking to the guards? Or are you talking to amongst yourselves? Oh. I'm at, I'm asking Prioria okay. and Esperis at the same time, while also like letting Heliantis know. Like, I want to know. Heliantis is there. Can, he's not there. No, he left. It's well, just JV. It's right? just you. Oh. You are currently being escorted by like six guards to this guest house I'm, greenhouse. Okay, yes. so I'm saying I'm saying all this in the sense that like maybe we should do it. Like, are we allowed to leave? Like, I would have done so before we left. Like, can we leave? Are we allowed to leave? Are they going to let us leave? Get the sense that you're to, not. If we if we if we were to ask to push it tomorrow, would they let us do that? These are guards. You already told Helianthus you would have to. I would. I would I'm, I'm sorry. I, I I guess I made a mistake. I was. 
I, w- I would have done so before we left. I thought we were still talking about Haliantis. Yeah. Well, Haliantis like turns to leave and go back into the manor before we are sent off with the rest of the guards. Samson is asking this question. Yeah. Like as he's, as he's getting ready to leave, like what could, is tomorrow better? Like we have a meeting tonight that we needed to attend to. Well, tonight's just fine. And if you had a meeting, I'm sure you wouldn't agree to have dinner tonight. I will say, I cannot speak on behalf of her lady. I am just a representative of her word. If it is better for the others to meet tomorrow, I am perfectly happy to wait and speak with the Lord himself. Any others can join me tomorrow? I think tonight works just fine. Besides, that's great. Fairly certain you don't have a meeting. Let's be honest. You just said you wanted to have dinner with us. My apologies if I intruded on anyone else's Google Calendar. My my sincere apologies. All right. So you are led to the greenhouse. Go ahead. Did- Ludin and Uramir, in this time where we are being led through the greenhouse while they're on a mind link with Finn, did they receive any information? Yeah, I'll say that I sent that. I'll, I'll, here, I'll just say, we're surrounded by guards. They look very tense. They don't look friendly towards us at all. And they almost look like they expected us, so just be on guard. Also, Hel- or, um, Avriel is on the third floor in case we need to get him somehow. Okay. Uh, y'all can finish y'all stuff real quick, and then I'll respond to everything that was just said. Luda's not going to respond to Finn. Um, he's going to be really more talking to Apple, and he'll let Finn know later what we decide. <laughs> this is a great situation. Okay. I'm. I'm going to do as as we're walking. Um, I'm going to cast face up. And just hit like a hiccup of a teleportation spell in this hall of Helianthus. I don't. I don't think I move six inches. Just like a quick, just to see if teleportation is possible in here. Um. Hmm. Just a quick face step. So so small, it's just a hiccup. I would say yes. You, yeah. You are, con- you are led uh, to this beautiful little guest house with this attached greenhouse to it. Um, they open the door for you and you all make your way in. It has a little kitchenette, uh, like two guest rooms. It's very small and quaint, uh, but it's, it's, it's a nice little guest house. Uh, and as the door shuts along the greenhouse side, you see guards posted up all around the greenhouse, so you can kind of see outward. Uh, you look out the windows, and there's a guard at every single window. Uh, you are completely uh, surrounded and guarded in this little guest house. And dinner 
awaits. I think that's where we'll stop tonight's session. Wait, in the guest house, Esprit is going to find a corner that is like barely out of the view of the guards, somewhere where there's like, I don't know, a statue in the way. And she's just going to firebolt, 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 firebolt into the floor in just, you know, the way that some people will punch a wall, just like a private little firebolt session there on the floor, make a little black mark. She's going to collect herself. You will, and does I'm, everyone sees this or at least hears it? The people within the party in the greenhouse hear it. She'll do whatever subtle spell she has to do so it's not loud so the guards don't hear it. She's just going to singe the floor for a little bit. And then she's going to come back and she's going to be fine and she's going to be ready to continue what the party has to do. Luden will, whenever he had heard Finn's thing before we head out, because... He's going to straight up, like, stop Akron before we walk into and start trying to do our deception stuff. And he's going to be, like, straight up. Okay. So, uh, Finn told me that they're surrounded. Uh, Use that term, surrounded. Um, he also said that it seems like uh, they can't leave or that they're, uh, they're going to have the dinner. Um, I don't think that this is uh, information gathering plan anymore. Uh, we know where they're going, mm-hmm. and uh, our party is stuck inside. Mm-hmm. 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 Sounds yeah. like we are, uh, we're about to bring as much attention to an on-fire, exploding camp outside as we can. And uh, the moment that they start eating is the time to do it. So let's locate the explosives. Let's locate anything that might... Let's just prepare to uh, bring as much chaos to this place as possible. Um, You can, I don't know how we'll do that, but our mission is different. Much, much different. Um, We're gonna get them out. We got this. Only humans, right? (laughs) 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 uh, Fist bump them. And... uh, that's we'll just go start scoping out the area of how we're going to do this i have two spell slots left uh two second level spell slots left two spell slots i'm making good berries for your dragon I, I, hey, <laughs> hey, hey, hey hey i do what i gotta do at the very <laughs> least bzzz, i i mean i'll call him when i need him but for the most part all those first level spell slots weren't going to be able to do much anyway Y'all know what spell slot I'm about to use <laughs> and what I'm about to use. The same thing I always do. And it's going to be a little windy outside. Just the we'll wind, baby. <laughs> we'll, get them out. we'll get there next week. Uh, I don't, don't want to hold up our time, but I did want right. to say that before the episode ends. Let's uh, let's thank all of our new followers this evening. Thank you, thank you, Hatcher Actor for the resub. Hello, Love Doves for the resub. Certifiable Nerd for the resub. Uh, Hard Knock Dice for the raid of seven. The Va- the Vactair for the raid of nine. The Artemis eighty eight for the follow. The Vactair for the follow. Cedar the Barefoot for the follow. Uh, roll Prope- roll propelled gamers for the raid. Uh, get pun get punch RP for the raid uh, and uh, Lieber Mac for the follow just just Justin just Justin for the follow as well thank you all so much for joining us here on Fate's End if you enjoyed our show we do Fate's End every Monday at 7:30 p.m. Central Standard Time where you can join us here uh, for the 
the <laughs> what's going to happen next is our ha- more than half of our party is behind enemy enemy la- enemy lines, uh, and. The enemy, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I know what happens next. Is Helianthus ready for what happens next? <laughs> Deanna, oh, you're, blo- you're getting blown out. Your mic's getting blown out. Oh, um, on Wednesday, we have our Iron Valor show where we play through uh, uh, Wizards of the Coast modules. We're currently playing through Wild Beyond the Witchlight. You can see Deanna. She DMs. Yeah, our party is just about to enter Witch Disneyland, which has a lot more dirt and worms than they might be anticipating. But I'm looking forward to their experiences there. Don't make that face. You're literally a goblin. I Nor want might churros. not have the best time. <laughs> so you can we do- have dirt and worms and churros. You can see Deanna. You can see Danny. You can see Raina in that show on Wednesday at 8:30 p.m. Central. Central Standard Time. Uh, Iron Valor is also a much more interactive show. So uh, if you've been watching this evening, you've been earning Valor tokens, and you earn those as you watch. Uh, you can give luck to players. You can give. You can curse the DM. You can bless the party. It's a ton of fun. Yet uh, the Christian is showing off that you how you can check how many points that you have in chat. Uh, so is Dylan. Uh, Dylan went in and lost every single. <laughs> Uh, but yes, you can join us Wednesdays for Wild Beyond the Witch Light. Other than that, we hope you enjoyed hanging out with us. We hope that you'll come back and uh, chill with us some more. Uh, other than that, we're going to raid. We're going to raid. Uh, Daniel, who are we raiding? Dying of Exposure. Are they still live? Just to make sure. We're going to show some love. We're going to do some rating. Uh, continue to share the love within this wonderful, amazing community. Thank you all so much for joining us. We're gonna, we'll see you next Monday for more Fate's End. Bye, guys! Stick with us for the raid! Happy New Year.